Well, welcome back, everybody, to episode 12 of scene three. Tonight, we're going to be covering movies with... Tainted by bad endings. Okay, just cut me off. That's fine. Yeah. I, wasn't talking. <laughs> I felt like you weren't going to give it the justice that I wasn't. I was actually thinking as you cut in, so you did me a favor. <laughs> I can tell. But I'm going to take offence anyway. <laughs> We've bonded enough now. I can see when you, you're drowning. Oh, shit, he's struggling. Throw uh, him a donut. Yeah, get him. Help him up. Yeah, As always. Movies tainted by bad endings. So movies yes. that are pretty good, but are tainted by what, what, what you, I, and possibly our guests may consider to be a bad ending. Yeah. That sort of and, and we'll, we'll not ruins the film. Well. I mean, I don't get when people say, oh, that ruined the film. Taints the film is the word we've used. Hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, with these, you know, you could just stop playing them early and live in happy land. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. would make your own end. Yeah, that's right. You know, like some people that root for the bad guy and then they stop the movie before before the bad guy dies so where they can stay happy. Yeah, great. I was just going to make a joke about rooting bad guys, but it's far too late in the afternoon. <laughs> that's, that's too lowbrow for you, Shane. Uh, I don't take the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> Not this late in the day. Um, we're joined by our spe- uh, a special guest, as always, Um Feel free to introduce yourself. Uh, this is Nick Kazakis. So thanks for having me on the show. Excellent, Nick. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a director. Yeah. So it's going to be... World famous. <laughs> yeah, world famous. Yeah. Soon uh, to be world famous. Okay, Soon okay. to be world famous. Let's hope. Fingers crossed. Now, uh, you've actually made a feature film and released a feature film. Yes, yes. Mm. I, I co-directed a film called Plague with a couple of other guys. Uh, we all produced it together, or executive produced it together, and it uh, got worldwide distribution, got picked up uh, in, by a New York uh, outfit um, as the sales agents, and then kind of went... Around the world, so you know, lucky, lucky, luckily enough, that worked out well, and yeah, so right place, right time. First thing, the first time we've really ever had a qualified. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, it, you, a lot of people say they're directors, but you're actually a director because yeah. you actually released something. Yeah, 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 or at least I coasted on the backs of other people's successes. <laughs> <laughs> like That's a big time Hollywood well. director. That's points yeah, as well. yeah. yeah. Whereas uh, Shane and I are just, you know, yeah. just two idiots with just big mouths and big opinions. Yeah, that's, that's all right. right. I think you Did you say have, opinions? Yeah. Ooh, okay. I think you have more credibility than what I have. But yeah, no, <laughs> right place, right time. That's all it was. I always ask the generic question, favourite movie, you know, the one that constantly appears in your top three. Oh, Cycles it, in and out, maybe. It would have to be Clerks. Clerks. Yeah, that's got to be the film that inspired me to get into filmmaking. Like, it was just shot in, like, one area, uh, done on such a little budget, and... Uh, yeah, it was just the one thing that... Hilariously funny. Hilariously funny. Kevin Smith has just always been an inspiration. So I've used that as like the benchmark to say that if he could do it, like I wanted to do it, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, like I just, that's, that's how Plague came about. Like it was just, we had to put our money where our mouth was. No one was going to give us money to make a film. So we went out and made our own film and then hope for the best. And it kind of turned up okay. Yeah, and that's kind of what the clerks was. You know, he took that big plunge and invested all his own money into it and... Totally. Like it worked out fantastic for him. Yeah. So and, and Clerks has one of my favourite lines in cinema, which is, I just found out my girlfriend's like 37 dicks. In a row? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. Clerks has some of my favourite lines ever. My, yes. my, probably one of my favourite being, this would be the greatest job in the world if it wasn't for the fucking customers, <laughs> which I'm often <laughs> Anyone who's recycling in through retail, my head. Can, yeah, relate yeah. to that. Best job in the world. Yeah. Uh, worst movie, one that uh, always features in the bottom three. Oh, I try not to trash on movies too I know, much. you have this thing uh, where you don't want to hate movies, yeah. but there must be movies that irritate you um, where you just leave a bad taste in your uh, mouth. I'm going to... 
Oh, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to Ooh, think it's of... It's so pained. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I really like, don't want to do this. Likes because, to keep a positive, upbeat like, notion. Because you might bump into the guy that made it later on <laughs> yeah, down the track. If like, that's the case, I'm fucked. I don't, yeah. want, I don't want this to sound wanky, but it's like even the worst movie you can sort of learn from, like, you know, and not sure. repeat the same mistakes. I, but, I agree. I think you learn more from a bad movie than you do a good movie. Yeah. But um, some movies are just horrible experiences. So the ones I probably hate the most are the ones that are these big wastes of money. They're the oh, ones okay. I kind of get... All right, I'll, I'll no, put in a tie like, because yeah. there's only been two movies that I've ever walked out on. Oh, and wow. like, I, I'll sit through any movie, no matter how bad it is yeah. um, or how, how much I dislike it. But the first one must be Electra. I walked out on that. Oh, yeah, okay. that was tough. that was painful. The Jennifer like, Garner. It, yeah, oh, yeah, that is yeah. A like terrible all these movie. talented people, and then all of a sudden that film just went nowhere. It got really boring. Um, That's the kind of thing I hate in movies when it's like you've got all this talent, you've got all this money. Where the hell did all this go horribly yeah. wrong? Yeah, and then the other one because I actually like the first Transformers. I have no problems with it. Yeah. But Transformers Four was a tough sit as well. Like yeah. the one with Mark Wahlberg. I dislike all was, of them, but the first one is probably the only. Fig- yeah, but you one. you dislike them from a. A place of nerdiness. Yeah. I I dislike them because it's one of those things where you have your own preset idea of what you want from that and you go in and you don't get it and you see you be a grumpy nerd about it. Yeah. Sort of like the Turtles movies are kind of like that for me as well. Uh, But I can still recognize them. <laughs> no, no, but like, you know, they're okay, they're fine, but they're not what the Turtles I want to see. I'll, yeah, look, as much as I love the original Turtles movie, the one that came out in what was it, the 90s? Yeah. Um, it's like yeah. the ugly one. Yeah, the ugly one. <laughs> I still didn't mind these ones. Like, they were kind of, they have their problems, but like yeah. any Turtle Inception, like, sort of. You know, it's good to see. Yeah, like, it's just it's, good to yeah. see turtles back on screen. Like, especially know, so. with today's technology and stuff like that. Part of me is just happy that we can still at least see these things. Whereas, hmm. you know, it's like all these big superhero movies now. I would ten years, fifteen years ago, I would never thought we'd live in a world where I'd, I'm going to get to see sixty odd characters interacting in a giant intergalactic battle, and that's going to happen in like two years' time. <laughs> hmm. Uh, and, you know, he, Michael Bay needs to keep making action films so Megan Fox gets some roles. Oh, so. hell yeah. yeah. Well, they had that big falling out. Now they're all now they're okay. They're patched cool. up again. Yeah. Yeah. That's because she called him Hitler or something. She, yeah, right? she yeah or she referred to style him. was like Hitler. Yeah. I was like, Hitler didn't direct movies. I don't know why people <laughs> yeah. worked up about it. <laughs> let's, move, let's move away. <laughs> yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, get, let's get off this we're, topic of conversation. We're skirting on the edge of a topic. <laughs> Uh, the three movies we looked at, um, we all sort of chose one each. Law Abiding Citizen, uh, The Devil's Advocate, and uh, High Tension or Hort. Is it Hort? Hort. Tension? Hort. French, well, French horror film subtitled. Um, yeah, those are the three we looked at. Um, I guess we'll dive into the first one, which was Law Abiding Citizen. Mm. Oh. 2009's Law Abiding Citizen. It's very 2009 movie. We're, we're cranking out some <laughs> modern films lately. Yeah, which is yeah, yeah, like yeah, the other podcast yeah. <laughs> dating back to the monster flicks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, directed by F. Gary Gray, which is obviously, he's a big one. He's done a lot of great films. I love The Negotiator. Yeah, Be, uh, Be Cool, A Man Apart. Um, the, the, well, the remake of The Italian Job. Mm. Um, I still like movies. that film. I like yeah, it. except the ending, because the original has the best ending. So, yeah. yeah. Friday um, was amazing. Yeah, Straight Outta yeah. Compton he did mm. recently, and obviously he's doing the new Fast and Furious movie as well. Oh, right. Um, written by Kurt Wimmer, who did a couple of really good films and some then some really fucking shit films. <laughs> uh, Equilibrium, which is one of my favourite films. Yes. If you've never seen it, go yep. and see it. Uh, Christian Bale, one of his first films, and it's just a brilliant little concept. Mm. The Recruit, which I really love, uh, oh. and uh, Street Kings, which is a 
Streaky movie, I think, that's very that's underrated. A, that is an awesome film. Yeah, that kind of reminded me of The Shield. Under, I think something yeah. else came out at the same time and it got squashed by it. Yeah. Uh, but he also did the remakes for Point Break and Total Recall. So, uh, yeah, you got to sort of. Well, he wrote those. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. then he did Ultraviolet as well, and that was a bit. Yeah. Weird. That was I, weird. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about that film. Sometimes I think you should sometimes just say no. Like, Ultraviolet, <laughs> you need to have read the comics. Is that right? Because uh, it was the a comic SBS or, series used to, oh, used to be an, it's an anime, series. is it? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. an anime, but it's That's a very it. dark anime, and I, it's just something that someone should have looked at one episode and gone, "Let's not make this into a movie." It won't work. Because I heard great things about Ultraviolet, and I bought it on DVD when it came out, and I took it home and watched it. Went, what did I just do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know what to think about the movie. Yeah. It's just it's I so do? confusing. What have I done? What have I done? With the DVD case open. What have Does I it done? Ask that question blood. once a week at least. <laughs> uh, clocks in at one hour and forty nine minutes. Uh, and stars wise, I've just sort of written down Jamie Foxx and Jared Butler, who That's play our pretty much our it. hero and villain, or anti hero and anti villain, mm. which is what the, I guess the, the crux of the story is a, a moral story. Law-abiding citizen um, starts off pretty simple. With I'd have to say it's probably one of the most brutal movie openings ever Absolutely. constructed. Yeah, yeah. because I hadn't it's watched really it in a while. really brutal. And you and I have talked about it a few times, Nick, but I hadn't seen it in a while. And then when I rewatched it, I was like, I forgot how brutal this is. Yeah. Like, I forgot that he jams the knife into them. and Yeah. That's and, like a terrible way to yeah. kill someone. And, like, and there is a suggestion of rape there as well. Yeah. Like, it's totally he, there. Like, like, he rapes the wife and then... So and for people who haven't seen it, basically you've got Jared Butler at home with his wife and kid, two bad guys kick the door in and basically rape and murder everyone. Yeah, except, except, him. except him. Yeah, he gets a knife to the gut and taped up and gets to watch his wife die just after she's been horribly raped. And then his daughter's been dragged off the other room and he had God knows what happens to her. But he ends up surviving. Um, and it goes to court and Jamie Foxx is at that stage because this, this is set 10 years before the bulk before, of the film. yeah. Um, I love the way they try and like, yeah. That, that's <laughs> a massive shoehorn in there. Yeah, yeah. I love the way in movies though how it's like this happens and then something else happens 10 years later and they always try and do something to the characters to, oh, he's got a goatee now or he <laughs> yeah. wears a hat now. Yeah. That's how you symbolize. Even though they don't age. love the day, age the day. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and so I guess the crux of the story is that Jamie Foxx's lawyer character is a lawyer on a streak and he doesn't want to lose. He's um, a prosecutor. So he, he's a prosecutor, yeah. yes. up-and-coming superstar and doesn't want to lose, and so he takes a plea bargain from one of the guys. One would argue the, the, the more less evil. Innocent. The less innocent, yeah, the one who does the raping, that he'll you know turn on the other guy, and so the other mm. guy gets the death penalty this guy only has to serve five to ten years. Yeah. yeah. Which is messed up. Yeah. yeah. Like, how do you take a plea, plea deal off the guy that did most of the bad shit? The other guy was just there as a spectator, really. Mm, mm. So that's messed up in the first place. Yeah, and it's I don't know how the law system works, but it seems a bit like there's the scene where he, you know, Jamie Foxx has to go in and tell Jared Butler's uh, Clyde, I think is his name. Yeah, yeah, Nick and Clyde. Clyde uh, or Clive? Clyde, I thought it was Clyde. I thought it was Clive. Clyde. Yeah, uh, I've just been calling him Jared Butler in Jared all Butler. my notes. That's yeah, so it's just like Jared. Just call him JB. But he basically <laughs> tells him like, "You're taking the deal." I'm like, "Can lawyers do that?" Like. Yeah, well, he's a prosecutor, request? so the, the family doesn't get a say in it, I don't he think. He just takes, yeah, yeah right, because he, he, he kind of says, it. you know, and obviously Jared Butler's Because he doesn't work for Jared this. Butler, he works for the I state. Mean, yeah. Not knowing how any legal system works, whether yeah. it be here or overseas. <laughs> or doesn't But work. I would have thought that he could have requested somebody else to represent 
him yeah. in the case to prosecute. Well, that's or, the thing, because he's not being represented. The The state brings the charges against the, the people. Oh, so, okay. law, so Jamie Foxx works for the oh, state. So, because oh, Jamie oh, okay. not charging them with yes. the yes. state. Okay, there you go. All right, got it, got it. See, look at that. Law school, people. Who says you don't learn things on this podcast? I said that. And also, that is not an actual fact. That's just us agreeing on something. It's not actual fact. No, it's fact, because we said it. If three people agree to it, it's real. It's on the internet. It must be true. Uh, so yeah, we fast forward ten years later, and we've got um, <laughs> in the space of three frames, everybody doesn't look like they've aged at all. I'm just thinking, no, Ger- Gerard Butler looks younger because he's Sorry, like different hair. That's right. They make, they make him kind of gawky and geeky, and sort at of the start, at the yeah. start, he's like this quiet little guy, and, and then, then he's like this buff ripped guy. Yeah, <laughs> he fooled everyone. You yeah, know? Like, that's it's basically like, it. Like look yeah. at the rig he was hiding under yeah. there. Yeah, and I mean, she only gets better. I mean, with no wife and kids. Where was that years. rig when you know his wife and child were being attacked? Well, I mean, I guess that's know, like, a plot hole in the in the front door. He gets taken out so easily because we later he on does get a baseball that. bat in the face. Give him yeah, a break. Yeah, true. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying I could <laughs> could have caught the bat. But it's not Glenn baseball yeah, bat. Like yeah, he yeah. still survived that. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I guess we we fast forward. I'm just trying to think. Maggie Grace, who plays Sarah, uh, Jamie Foxx's assistant. Do we see her at the start? No. no, we only see it because I was in 10. Yeah. She's probably yeah. like nine. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so she plays uh, Jamie Foxx's assistant. So 10 years later, Jamie Foxx is now, what is he now? He's the assistant he, to the DA? Yes. Something like that. Yeah. The Jonas he's made is the actual district attorney. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're all there to witness the guy's execution. Again, I don't know about the law, but do you have to actually send? So he goes, oh, we have to go and watch this guy's execution. He doesn't want to, but he has to. Yeah, I don't know if that's a requirement. Like if you're the one who sentenced him, do you have to? Yeah, bear I'm, witness to it. I mean, the only time I've ever seen this stuff has just been in other movies like Fallen and yeah, all I mean, that kind of stuff. Ninety five percent of my knowledge on things is based <laughs> yeah, on what I've seen yeah, in movies. That's like, right. So it's again based on works of yeah. art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then obviously that goes horribly wrong. Yeah, that again, brutal. <laughs> yeah, he's basically his heart explodes in his chest, doesn't are, it? Are any he, like deaths skipping ahead? Any deaths in this not brutal? Like no, everything right. was everything hyper is, and amazing. Yeah. Like it was full on. It's a good stylistic choice. Yeah. Everything in this movie, from the bullet to the head to the yes. tear to the neck. To I think the, if you had a choice, phone. you'd probably take the car bomb, wouldn't you? If you had a choice, I'd take that or the cell phone. The, the cell, cell phone's phone pretty death. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She just yeah. opens and then just explodes straight through her skull. Straight get, that awesome, face, yeah. get that awesome little sound <laughs> effect as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, that guy does horrible. And yeah, this is pretty bad because, like, he's wearing that shirt and you see the blood stains kind yeah, of. Like, so is he like, like organs exploding inside of him, like, for that to happen? Um, and then obviously, um, they go after the other guy, Darby, who's the real bad guy, and he's a junkie hiding up somewhere. Butler leads him away very cleverly and takes him to one of his warehouses where he proceeds to. Cut him into tiny little pieces. Yeah, yeah. and he later on gives the description of, I took his balls with a hacksaw. <laughs> Yes, his, his toes with tin, with, yeah, tin so, snips yeah. and his penis with a rusty box cover. Which, out of all the brutality, that's the worst, and it's said. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. The yeah. I do admire the way they like. He kind of leads him aside, and then he thinks he's kidnapped a cop, and then he ends up being the cop. And yeah. you're like, oh, so this dude is not just a regular dude. Like that's when you first start to realise. Yeah, he's got some planning skills. But it's pretty brutal. Like later on when they show, like they don't really, sh- they show him cutting into the leg and then that's about it. We don't really see a lot of the other stuff. Yeah. We just see the aftermath, which I do like in a movie when it's something that graphic that it's kind of. So you don't need to see that. And then yeah. when you see his severed head briefly and you see that the, like the all around the cut eyes out. Is cut yeah. out so the guy couldn't pass out and he gave him, what did he give, give him? him? Adrenaline. Um, adrenaline so yeah. he wouldn't pass out. So yeah, he really, you know, he waited for his revenge. 
Like, from a torture perspective, this movie had it all. Better than, like, most of those horror movies that, like, mm. even, like, a hostel-type thing. Like, this was brutal. Like, this yeah. was, like, sadistic kind of stuff, but, you know, like, justified. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. From this point on, basically, becomes a game of cat and mouse. They lock Jared Butler up. They lock mm. Clyde up, and Nick's just bargaining with him to find out, you know, because he's going to kill everyone involved, and... You know, he expresses how disappointed he is in the justice system. And so it's just a cat and mouse game back and forward. How's he doing this? You know, he's locked up in a prison. He's got someone helping him, blah, blah, blah. But to your point, I think that that's probably one of the good things about this is even though he does this brutal, the, the hero of the story does this brutal, horrible thing at the start, it's kind of justified. Yeah. Because you saw what happened to his wife and daughter at the start and you're like, Good on him, go for it. Like anyone would be like, yeah, and, let, and let the, him system, have his the system let him down. Yeah, the system so fails. Him him. So yeah. you hear it really, you know. Yeah. Um, and then he starts obviously systematically wiping out everybody involved with anything. He ever. starts off sort of low key, I think, and, and sort of justifiably. Yeah, because oh, he gets the other guy's lawyer, Darby's lawyer. Yeah, he first. gets the yes. dodgy lawyer. Yeah. But then, and then he argues that wasn't his fault because he gave them the timeline, yeah. get me the stake, and and that. By and that's again the system failing. That's the so. system wanting to be red tape again, and so it's kind yeah. of he's making. That's why I think this film's a good film, and it's and it's it does have a lot to say, and it could have been probably smarter, but it, it sort of mm. hovers where it needs to be. I think to be a, a decent yeah. film. Yeah. Um, but that talk about brutal deaths, the fucking prison when he's the in the prison. I have never had a T bone steak since that movie where I haven't thought about like this could be used as a weapon. <laughs> like I mean, not so that I could use it on my date or anything you're like just that. Looking at the person sitting opposite you, and you're like, like I could cut them open but with this bone. I also look at their plate, and if they've got it, like I am cautious. Just back a little bit in your chair, just in case. Could be a bone fight in here. That's, that's like one of the very few movies where it's just like it's affected me for. Forever yeah, now, he like grabs it and sort of handles it like it's yeah. a spike and just drives it into that mm. blood, just gushes out everywhere, yeah. you know. So, and, and then he gets to to use the good line, uh, "Warden, I need a shower," and he's just covered in covered blood. Yeah. <laughs> I love when he keeps fucking with the warden. Yeah. yeah. Well, the warden is a giant douchebag. Isn't yeah. Absolutely, he's the reason that guy's dead. Because well he deserved. Fuck around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do like what I like about the prison scenes is uh, talking about the sort of ludicrous things in this film that. So it's a pretty serious film, well, but there's also moments of This wasn't of a documentary? Prison. No, surprisingly not. Oh. I love the interrogation room. <laughs> yes. Just a giant cage. It's like dome. a safe room, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, is this just for like the special cases or is this everyone go through yeah, that interrogation yeah. room? Because it's, it's, they needed something like to do with Hannibal Lecter's cell. Like yeah. four guards. Like what kind of budget does this prison have? And he's strapped <laughs> to the desk anyway. He's like chained to chains. a desk in a cage and you've got four guards with shotguns. Like, that's got to be more boat. than what Hannibal had in his yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, like and Hannibal ate people. Like he was <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous, yeah. but yeah, it adds to the charm of the movie. Um, I'm just trying to think who else he kills in his travels. So he we, kills the judge next, doesn't he? That's right. He kills the judge with, with the, the exploding cell phone. They get the warranty, and she's like, you know, he killed the assistant. Yeah, see, yeah. that's why I think it starts to unravel a little yes. bit. Yes, yeah. Well, what did she do? I mean, he killed all the other assistants that yeah. would have been yeah. involved. He blows up a bunch of them in the car because he's going to take down the whole damn system. Yeah, that's right. The whole corrupt temple is going to bring it down. Really, it's his master plan where he's going to blow up all those people that are having the meeting, the the, yeah. the officials. That's where it, like really loses it for me. Like he's just going to try to destroy everything. Yeah. Like, so his big final gesture is going to be to blow up the mayor and all the city hall yeah, officials. Bring it all down there. on their fucking heads. Yeah. Is that what he said? And then yeah. there'll be no one in charge of the city and. 
I mean, in some ways, like, he's kind of, like, talking about anarchy at the highest yeah. level, but, like, at the same... And all the way through, you're kind of like, you know, this guy's kind of justified, but he's and not... And then he just goes batshit crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like, when he kills, like, you know, Sarah in the car park and the other guy, like, that's a brutal death, and she just sort of looks up at Jamie Foxx mm. and, and flames just involve her, and it's like, boom, she's gone. Uh, he gets a little carried away. Like, and the guy in the cell, what did the guy in the cell do? Like, was he just a bad guy? Well, he, so was, he was just a, they explained that, like, he was just a pawn to get him to where he wanted yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah, but, Which you know, that, still killing indiscriminately. That whole thing, um, that whole scene where they go meet the CIA guy in the tunnel and, you know, you never met me, I was never here type of oh, thing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And he explains how, how he's able to do this stuff and it, that was a little far-fetched for me. It's like, yeah. he, was, yeah. he was a dude, like, a geeky dude. Who He's an engineer. A, yeah, yeah, like, come on. It's weird. You're right. That's why I, I do dig this film. I'm a big fan of it. Um, but there is these moments of just like, this is a little bit too far across that and line. And all of and those are forgivable as well. Like, you are. can sort of overlook yeah. it because at the end of the day, it's an action film. You know? Yeah. So, like, yeah. you, you've got- It's, like, it's entertainment. It's not a thinking man. Yeah. Like, We're not trying to win Oscars. Yeah. tick we're trying to hit on this yeah. film. We're not- But I do love the moral stuff. And I, I would love to see, like, a really, you know, really smart version of this film where, where it pushes more on that moral boundary of, like- is what this guy is doing right? Like he is, yeah. you know, what he went through and stuff. But this film does it more than more than adequately enough. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there'd be a much, you know, smarter director you could put his hands into anyway, you know, yeah. like for that kind of material. He's brilliant. Although let's talk about that ending, hey? Yeah, so they, so, <laughs> right. So, yeah, we should just, Uh-oh. before we get to the end, we have the funeral scene. Sorry, yeah, I'm jumping oh, way yeah. ahead. I'm just so, yeah, 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 the funeral scene where we see an automated cannon and automated rocket launcher and we're like who's helping him who's helping him um and they blow up the car and see i again i think well that's fucked those guys guarding those guys didn't do anything wrong now he's killing people yeah i start to lose sympathy for the guy because i'm like well he's now he's just killing everyone who gets in his way now he's just now he's just a three-year-old having a tantrum yeah but with rocket launchers yeah Yeah. um with the best toys possible yeah with all the greatest toys which is amazing because Obviously, he was planning for 10 years, and then as we discover towards the end of the film, they find uh, one of his properties under the car he's built across the road from. They find one, discover one of the properties he bought because he bought lots of different properties was across the road from the prison. Mm. And he's tunneled into prison. Yeah. And we learn that he's tunneled into prison. Okay. And he tunneled into all of the cells, which I kind of like. because In in solitary. In solitary confinement, which is why he stabbed the guy with the T-bone. And this is why I have the biggest problem with this film. This is where it starts to fall apart. Yeah. And it's very close to the end. We're talking like, what, 15 minutes up until that point? Yeah, it always kind of happens in the last 15 minutes. Yeah, very quickly. And it's... Like, this guy's, like, a brilliant tactician. It's like, he's been employed by government. Like, he was in the army or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and they tell and that story about yeah. how he couldn't kill the general. He invented a tie, and then the general put the tie in and killed him. Like, yeah, so he knows how to get, like, all this kind of stuff, and he knows where people are going to be, and he's, like, always one step ahead. Like, he uses people as pawns. Yet he has a, a warehouse, which is his main point of in and out, and he has no security system, no cameras or, <laughs> like, anything to identify that someone's broken in yeah, like when they trigger. get in there. You yeah. know, like, he failed to do that, but yeah. everything else was like... But he did hide the fact that he owned that property pretty well. Yeah, like, but even so, so, like... If, he's this guy that's seven steps ahead of yeah. everyone. Yeah. you think he'd have a sense of I'm making excuses yeah. for the film. Yeah, because yeah. then he wouldn't I, have I'm had to go on that. That's yeah. where this film as a whole starts to unravel. Yeah. And so they go to the, the well, I guess you call it town centre or whatever it is, and they discover that he's left a bomb there to, to underneath to blow up all the people at this official meeting. Mm. Uh, and then we sort of cut back to him, and then he goes all the way back through, goes into his cell, he has a little cool hiding door. Um, and then we find 
uh, Jamie Foxx Fox. is just waiting in his cell. And pops they, out of the shadows. Pops out of the yeah. shadows. Yeah. Because these cells look like something out of bloody Arkham Asylum. Yeah, like, absolutely. And he comes like out regular, very Batman-esque. Yeah, they're you know, all like, like steps yeah, out. Yeah, it's all like made out of stones and yeah. moss and yeah. like very dramatic cells compared to the rest of the prison. Um, and obviously they have a bit of a conversation about, you know, you don't have to do this, please don't do this and rah, rah, rah. And then he leaves him and walks off and obviously the trick is that he's left the bomb under the bed hmm. and, and Jared Butler decides to go ahead and blow them all up and activates the bomb and then we cut to Jamie Foxx walking outside the prison. And not looking back at the not explosions looking back as well because cool. he's yeah. seen so many of them yeah. that he knows how it's going <laughs> to yeah, go he's off. He's a district attorney. He doesn't need to look back at explosions. Uh, and it's a big explosion. It levels like it's good, huge. It's like a quarter of the building is. And again, this flamed. is where it all like it's just so it's heinous, like in its yeah. crime of like. So the first strike I give it is he, he it was him all along sneaking in and out. That's too much of a big blow for me. Yeah, because what if they came back to the cell? Uh, what and he put pillows under his blanket? <laughs> like you know, come on. What if they came and got him to question him and he wasn't there? The whole thing unravels. Yeah, like it, that's too big a plot hole for me. Although, again, I'll overlook that anyway because yeah. he's yeah, still so smart. My biggest thing is is that the acting DA, because he gets sworn as the he's new the DA, DA yeah, because the other guy like the epitome the of like justice, you know? Like, yeah, he should be a pinnacle of what is right and what is just. He tricks a man into blowing himself up, but not just that. There's cells that are surrounding him and the whole building starts to blow up. Well, not the whole, but that whole section and of the, the building. The moral lesson is for no one's benefit because there's no one else present in that cell. Exactly. So, so nobody even learns a lesson. Yes, exactly. So he blows up all these other people that, you know, really you're doing prison time so to my question like is, did rehabilitate. He warn, did he warn the warden? And if he did, why did the warden agree to this? Yes. If he said to the warden, hey, look, you know, look, this is going to be great. I know the bill is going to be sure huge. Sure, we could, we could get the bomb diffused or we could deactivate the thing. But how about this? How about we put it under his bed and we'll see if he does the right thing? If I was the one, I'd be like, are you fucking batshit crazy? Did you seriously just get sworn in? <laughs> How did like, you get become the, fuck the DA? out of my prison. <laughs> I'd put him in the cell next to him. Because <laughs> it's just stupid. And yeah, he put like, yeah. so does the warden have to evacuate everyone and all those? Because it's a large, I mean, what about the guards that are there? Like, there's so yeah, many, like, I mean, they all, have to rebuild yeah. the prison? Like, it's a massive inconvenience to prove a point. All he needed to do was call to it in. To no one. Yes, exactly. The point is proven to nobody. The only person who got the point died in the explosion. There was a funny review that I had read about that ending and it was just uh, where they said, whoever was in charge of the ending to this film should have been on Butler's list. (laughs) 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 And it was perfect Perfect. because it's like, absolutely. Like, I just couldn't believe that. Like, I felt like, wait, so all these people are dying because he's proving a point to nobody and he's just going to go kick back at his daughter's uh, recital. And, yeah. and it's all cool. Like yeah. that's, that's how even going to have to explain the story to a higher power. Do yep. I even explain to them how he, the, their lives were saved? And that's the thing that kicks me in the teeth the most with this movie. Jamie Foxx is still an arrogant cocksucker at the end. Yes, of it. Yeah. he hasn't learned a lesson yeah. in this story. I'm not saying he needs to turn a leaf over, but he needs to at least acknowledge what he did was wrong, which he doesn't. Not ever. At all. Even when Maggie Gray says. You know, did you do the right thing? She's like, that's my biggest fear, to, to make the wrong choice and have to live with it. And he's like, no, no, we made the right choice. Like, he doesn't even back down then. Mm. Speaking of that, do you think they were banging? Oh, hell yeah. Do you think there was a subplot that got cut? Oh, absolutely. Like, weird there chemistry was, there is them. definitely something going on there that they don't develop. But I reckon there was a subplot where they were sleeping together, but then they thought he's already so unlikable. Yeah. 
I, I would have thought so worse. as well. Yeah. yeah. And then it has like this weird chemistry. Yeah, I just, I mean, that movie was near perfect up until that end. Yeah, I really did the movie. I, like, I've never seen it in cinemas, man. I don't this know what great. it is, and it's not because I, like, I actually like Jamie Foxx. Like, uh, yeah, what is he, good. Motherfucker Jones in, like, Horrible, horrible, horrible bosses. bosses? Like, I love him in, like, all all the roles that he's played. Collateral, he was awesome. But what Collateral, like, that's another <laughs> film where, like, he wins, and yeah. he shouldn't win. Yeah. Like, why is he such a protected species where it's like he's not allowed to die? Yeah, maybe it's his contract when he signs up for a movie. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't want to talk about another film that's not on this list, but <laughs> wow, you know, that's two for Jamie Foxx. Although I read on the IMDb trivia, as I like to peruse before we record, that originally the roles were the other way around, Jared Butler and Jamie Foxx. Oh, Fox. really? Yeah, and then I think Jared Butler suggested they swap. Right. Would have been a very different film, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Because I don't know, like I just hate the character of Nick at the end of it because you're like, I didn't learn anything. I have to give props to the explosion though. Yeah, visually, that's, what that's I was gonna awesome. Mention. When he's yes. sitting there he's sitting looking there at the, the flame, yeah, yes. that high frame rate around him, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks that is so awesome. nice. Yeah. yeah, but then it fucks that building right <laughs> up. Like, yeah, and just, the people in it. By like, the way, yeah, we're I forgetting like, that part. Yeah, like unless the warden evacuated. I'm so sure that wouldn't have been the it's case. It's like when you're at they school and there's a, you know there's an evacuation. You all stand on the oval. The risk of that, like going in there, planting the new bomb, waiting for Jared. Butler to come back at whatever point yeah. he's going to get back. Getting all not the enough inmates time. out into the car yeah, park. Yeah, yeah. So that would have been made the shot better as he's walking away. It pans and there's all the inmates just standing there, like, a, like an assembly. Yeah, you know where you get yeah. evacuated. Yeah. Not all the teachers are just Jones S- sitting on the grass, <laughs> cross-legged, yeah. Inclu- yeah. including the guy that got stabbed in the neck yeah, with yeah. the T-bone. He's just got a yeah, he's got a bandage around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he lived. That's good. Or it's like a weekend at Bernie's thing. They still <laughs> walk him around. They've rigged him up with. <laughs> So yeah, I, I think um, to me it, that this is a really good example of a movie that's tainted by a by a bad ending. Yeah, yeah. Because I really enjoy the film up until like it's an hour and forty nine, probably the last fifteen minutes, really. Yeah. And I kind of dig like when he goes into the hall as well, and the guy's like, "Oh, hey man, you know, you working tonight?" So he's obviously been doing that job. Yeah. For a while, which he's again demonstrates it. the skill of this guy and the yeah. depth of this guy's planning. So that brings me to the inevitable question: Then, how would you end it? Yeah, I guess that's a fair call cool, since I'm saying it's so terrible. How would I end Come it? Come on, smart movie guy. I, I, smart guy. I would. Um, I, this would be the one movie where the bad guy should win. And, and I, I put bad guy in quotations. Like, it, like the, the situation where the protagonist's wife, uh, and he could be an antagonist as well, kind of that duality yeah, of it. Yeah. Um, and his 10-year-old daughter are raped and murdered, and the entire system failed them, that's when the system deserves to be brought down. You know, yeah. like, I feel like this is the only time... So you kind of like, end the movie in anarchy. Like, so yeah, like, I mean, the one. only other time that there's been a down note ending and it worked was Arlington Road, and it was so mm, heavy to see that. That's powerful as well. And that's very powerful, but that was, like, that was a kick in the balls. When you watch that, you feel like you can never watch this movie again because that is <laughs> so hurtful towards yeah. everything you stand for. And yet... This movie, there's reason. You like, why would I care about the morally bankrupt lawyer winning? Like, I don't care about that. Like, he, was if he doesn't learn anything. He was like, a dick yeah. from start to end. So, and like, so are we thinking like the the bomb in the town hall goes off when Jamie Fox and the other cops there are looking at it? It kills all of them, kills everyone upstairs, and Gerard Butler just walks off. With the big explosion behind yeah, him. Yeah, like a end it like Hannibal. Like he's like on a beach yeah, and he right. makes a phone call and then he walks <laughs> yeah, off in like a white getup. You know, like. <laughs> I think from my point of view, I would end it on a smaller scale where Jared Butler forces Jamie Foxx's character into making a hard moral decision. So 
I assume at some point the writer probably thought this because otherwise why did he give Jamie Foxx a young girl and a daughter mm. to parallel what Jared Butler had? I would have to assume somewhere along the line that was a theory of how you'd end it. Put him in a situation where someone's going to kill, he has to break the law to, to do something that's morally right. Oh, it becomes like a saw type thing. So he, Well, in the sense that he kind of has to, yeah, make a, a morally ambiguous decision for the greater good so wow. that he finally gets it. Or he has to kill someone to save the ones he loves. Yeah, this is why I trust you on writing stuff because <laughs> no, I just like blow them all up yeah, and then kill everyone. Like, no, 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 you no, go to the morality the side of things. Like, because that's how it ended with him being like, you know, standing there with blood on his hands and finally understanding the point Jared Butler was, and then have Jared Butler on a beach with a coconut drink. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have a coconut. Either drink. way, I'm glad you understood. Either what way, I was we both we both agree. White suit on a beach. Yep. hat freeze frame. As he walks down the beach. <laughs> yes, exactly. Girl in bikini, you know. Just no slightly ways. fade and then look, let the roll, the <laughs> yeah. credits roll up. But don't fade all the way. Yeah. And like Breakfast Club kind of fade. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. as I like most credits, maybe a guitar solo. Or <laughs> <laughs> that ukulele guy singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. That's right. What, what about your thoughts? How would you end it? Um, yeah, I think. Uh, Did you the, find the end tainted it? Yeah, it does. Like, And you're right, it's a fucking good film right up into that point because it's so clever and it's kind of like they just gave up at the end it's like mm. oh, I've got 15 more pages of script to film it feels like they rushed it yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like there was uh, from a like not that I'm a writer but I aspire to be one uh, there seems like a lot of subtext plots that go off in different directions but like no, I reckon yeah. there was definitely a relationship thing going on why yeah. and why is she even in the story to, um, to get and up. then the parallel between these two families is mm. can't be just a coincidence. I, I would like a blend of both of your ideas together. So I'd like Jamie Foxx to have to choose to either blow up his family or blow up all the town hall officials. Oh, yeah, see, something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, so he's got to make the impossible choice and either way someone's going to die, but he's the one responsible for it. Yeah, he has to take responsibility his- for his choice, yeah. the decision yeah. he makes. Like his life for his family's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So something like that. Maybe. So you're welcome, Hollywood. That's one down. Yeah. <laughs> Call us next time. Remake. Yeah. 2009. It's probably due for a remake given to the <laughs> taste. <laughs> standard. Right. Yeah, yeah, look at all the life. Spider-Man films. Let's just go two years I later. I read the other day they could be remaking Twister. Oh, Why would you remake wow. that? Oh, yeah, you can't replace Bill It's Paxton. a good film already. Don't I know remake how I feel films. about remakes in general. Like, just don't remake just, good films. Remake just, shit films. Just stop remaking films. We'll just stop remaking Come films. Come up with a new idea and make your own fucking film. Yeah, <laughs> look, you know, you know, I'm mixed on the subject, but yeah. Um, I would recommend this film, even though it has a tainted yeah, ending. I, I do too. I think that it's all worth it. And then if you just want to switch off before the last 15 minutes, because we've ruined it anyway, yeah. um, you might. Yeah, well, that's yeah. All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, you by the way. Said at some point, <laughs> stop watching. Uh, uh, Lap, you recommend it still? It's still a good movie. It's solid um, entertainment for the first yeah, hour and a half. Absolutely. And he, like some of the stuff he does is just good, clever fun. Although, Maybe we and we didn't fun, bring it up. Um, if you're a fan of butts, uh, butts, the butts, butler, butler's butt in particular, oh, butt. the, when he gets arrested, I still don't understand that. Why he's why standing he's completely nude? nude with his hands yeah. on his head and he kneels. The only thing I can well, think of is like, guys would be like, this is, I'd be really cautious. They'd be about. backing away. You'd be like, wait a minute. This seems like a trap, you know? I, the only thing that comes to mind when I saw that was that he was, um, showing them that he didn't have anything on him. Yeah. He was I guess, but calmly you know. submitting. So they didn't beat his ass, I guess. You know, I guess cops so. like to beat people. Yeah, but he's... Especially migrants. Yeah. Or he could be proud of his body. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, he should be because after those ten years, directors he know. just gets ripped in those yeah, ten get, years. Get the yeah. rig out, Gerard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's got a rig on him, that dude. Yeah. Like, fuck, he doesn't muck around, yeah. does he? Which is weird because apparently he's a big drinker as well, so he must work pretty hard given Spartan and three hundred. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I just the, wanted to bring that up. There was a bit of airbrushing in there, but yeah, let's uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's move away from <laughs> that gorgeous move, man. Let's move on. <laughs> let's move backwards instead of forwards oh, to 1997, I where we're like more comfortable on this podcast in the 90s. <laughs> in, in the last there century. We go. <laughs> yeah, we're just looking way into the future. <laughs> we're looking at The Devil's Advocate. Yeah. Directed by a man called Taylor Hackford. Um, officer and a gentleman, blood in, blood out, did Ray... Um, Proof of Life, which is a nice, solid uh, crow flick. Um, and he's doing that new movie, The Comedian, uh, with De Niro. If you haven't seen the trailer for it, go and check it out. It looks really, really awesome. Uh, written by Jonathan Lemkin, who really did nothing but uh, Red Planet and the movie Shooter. Oh, right. And then the yeah. TV series Shooter, which is just recently. Yeah. Because we have that spout of TV shows now, Lethal Weapon, Rush Hour. Based on movies, yeah. yeah. Didn't they all flop? I think, I mean, they're all... I have to assume they're all rubbish beyond... I mean, I, I haven't given them a chance, but I've, you know, I've never jammed Pretty a sure needle into my eye. There's too many to You can't do Rush Hour. You can't do Rush Hour. You can't do Lethal. Like, those actors made those roles. Yeah. MacGyver. Like, are you serious? Like, you know, come on. Yeah. I, I rolled my eyes at the mention of MacGyver then. Did you notice? <laughs> so, it was Knight Rider, right? Was that... Like, did that, that happen? I think they remade that a couple years ago. Yeah, they did. It was a while back, yeah. actually. Sorry, I just I just can't get that out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let go. Um, two hours and 24 minutes. It's a long it's a yes. beast of a film. I, um, beast of a film. I, I must admit, I kind of crammed a lot of this because yeah. I, I've been... Uh, yeah, just procrastinating, and um, that's how I do it. Well. <laughs> yeah, like, smash so them out. I chucked it on VLC, and I'm just like, all right. Well, what I'll do is I'll do the 1.5 speed <laughs> trick. So I was, right. I was chucking it on a higher speed so I could watch it, and I'm thinking, wow, I've been watching this for ages, and I'm like, oh great, like it's going to be finished, and there was still like an hour yeah. and a half <laughs> left. So like, I that's had... because you went to 0.5 for all the nudity. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you slowed yes. down. To yeah, yeah, yeah. 0.5, yeah. I, I really paused for quite yeah. a while. <laughs> the church scene he spent about 45 minutes yeah. on, which is blew not... the movie out to three and a half hours. <laughs> um, in terms which... of stars, we've actually got some stars in this one, some big ones: Keanu Reeves, Al Pacino. Charlie's Theron and I, I, Theron. Theron is it? Th- Theron. Yeah, didn't, yeah. yeah, we YouTube that earlier to yeah. see what the pronunciation yeah. was. But so yeah, Kevin Kevin Lomax, John Milton, Marianne Lomax, good names, good character names. Yes. Um, I'm just trying to. Think. I've forgotten already how the film starts. Oh no, it's straight in the court case, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Pedophile. Court That's case. right. Yes. So, um, Creepy dude. Yeah, oh, great. Like she's telling the story casting. and he's rubbing the table. Like the, that is so yeah. creepy. Yeah. Like, so to paint oh. the scene, uh, Keanu Reeves plays Kevin Lomax. I, f- I love it every time Al Pacino says, Kevin Lomax. Every time he says it, just Lomax. every opportunity says this is so good. Uh, Eddie Bazoon, I love it every time he says it. Um, he's a lawyer. What is he, a lawyer? or just, No, he's a, well, he's a lawyer. He's, he's a, a court appointed defense, defense attorney. attorney. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, he's yeah this guy who I can't I don't know where I recognise him he was from. He's a teacher who was accused of being a kitty fiddler. Yeah, but where does I recognise the actor from? Because he's perfectly cast as a creepy, oh, creepy unbelievable. Pedophile. And yeah, uh, he's you know pleasuring himself as the girl describes what he did to her. And yes, oh, you kind of so you kind of see you know um, uh, Keanu's character Kevin sort of have that question of moral doubt yeah, and, yeah, he yeah. calls a re- recess and he goes to the bathroom to try and regain composure. Yeah. He's got this track record, which we hear about 17 times in the first five minutes of the film. 
He's won like 67 cases or something. Undefeated. Undefeated. Uh, And then he gets back there and, yeah, obviously he wins. Smashes it out of the park. Yeah, he destroys this Yeah, by destroying a little 12-year-old girl. Yeah, it's brutal. Because she played like some sexual game at a party or something like that. Yeah, special places. Special places, that's it. I've never played special places. They never elaborated on special places. I I think just like seven minutes in heaven or Self-explanatory, yeah, like. Well, oh. please explain, Shay. Well, <laughs> wouldn't it be like playing doctor? You know, when you're no, I'm, oh. I'm revealing too much. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I was like, I was like, don't say anything. Just let, let him keep go. talking. Let, let him keep go. talking. Give him a no, second. Were you I the heard. doctor or were you the patient? <laughs> no. Well, what was your preference? Like, just tell me what your preference was. I know was. that kids, when they're younger and they don't know about each yeah. other, they they play doctor, yeah, so they yeah. say, "Hey, what's that?" I you think know? that's kind of what he alludes yes, to, and then yeah. she blackmailed the other kids into. Because they, she said, "I'll tell you about this game if, unless you guys tell me." But obviously, it did happen to her. But she, like, she screams, "I don't want to be the only one." Yep. So it's really emotionally charged opening to a film. Absolutely, and it's a brilliant opening to a film because it sets all the characters perfectly. So it sets Kevin Lomax as this guy who's a lawyer who'll do what it takes to win. Wins at all costs. Um, Mary Ann's, she's she's a confident, strong, independent woman, but she's also very supportive of her husband. Mm. She knows he's done the wrong thing, but, you know, when they're at the bar drinking, she says, let's not talk about shop, let's just enjoy yeah, ourselves. let's just get drunk. Let's yeah. all have fun and get drunk, and, you know, they all get drunk. So it's great. It sets the two characters up and their relationship up almost instantly, which I love. I love a film that can do that in the opening scene. Um, and then, obviously, we meet um, Mr. Heathmont, or whatever his name was, from the big New York law firm. He gives him a, you know, come, in, come into New York and... Yeah. And help us pick a jury because this is set in Florida, yes. down in Florida. Yep, yep. I'm not sure what's going on. With I love Keanu Reeves. Let me just say that just up front. I think Keanu Reeves is one of the best actors, um, and he's brilliant. But his accents are not his. Oh, the voice. southern accent is yeah. really. He, dro- he, dro- he drifts in and out a little bit. I don't bit. know that they have a southern accent in Florida either. Yeah, but anything he does where he does accents, I'm always a little bit like I just I just prefer his normal talking voice. I, I thought the southern accent was more like a southwest thing rather than you know, yeah, I know Florida's yeah. down that end, but I yeah. think it's kind of isolated yeah, from Yeah, but there is an accent, right? Like I'm hearing yeah. something. Oh yeah, you're yeah. definitely hearing something. I'm just I'm not hearing sure something that goes up and down. Yeah. I'm just not sure it was appropriate for the area that we're playing. yeah, so he goes off to New York where, you know, they uh, wine and dine him in all the exciting things in New York, give him a fancy apartment now as he helps pick out this jury. He picks you know. the jury and they win. Oh, yeah. because, yeah, he comes back and he said 38 minutes. 38 minutes. 38 My minutes. jury. And again, we see our my jury. So confident in, his, in what yes. he does. What a cocky bastard. Yeah. Man. So then we meet the rest of the law firm and they offer him a job because he did that such a good job. And we meet uh, John Milton, played by Al Pacino, who um, – just seems really drawn to the man. Who has a badass office as well. Oh, He's, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. What, what's the, uh, is like, this is it? This is where he lives? It's like, where does he sleep? Who says he sleeps? Where does he fuck? <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Al Pacino. Because he has you the. You creep. <laughs> yeah, because that's the cool thing about this uh, office place is that he owns a building and everyone who's like big in the company. Top management. Yeah. Lives in this building on different floors and he lives on the roof with one giant room. In the tower, they call the, it. As we learn later on, has a giant portal to hell on the back of, behind his desk. Of course. Yes. Where else would you And an it? altar to conceive children on. But prior to that, yeah, we're, we're, what the hell does he do in this they, one giant room? Like, they go for a meeting in Al Pacino's office and he yeah. opens the door outside and it's like the top of a building with no railing or safety fence. Oh, and It's got amazing. an infinity pool. Like yeah. The pool runs off the edge of the building. Yeah, even watching like, it, like, I'm not a big fan of heights, but even watching it, you're kind of like, oh, I'm swimming that bad. And, yeah. But it kind of it works with the conversation they're having because it's about him 
wanting to hire him, but he's finding out about who he is and he's starting to realise what's going on here. Mm. I mean, I, I can't remember how quickly I figured out. I mean, I, I guess the trailer probably suggested that he's the devil and that Keanu Reeves is his son, you know, like, and we learned that what? from his mum. Did you not get Spoiler that? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert again. Spoiler alert. I got, yeah. I got it from the part where he goes, Satan, call me dad. <laughs> call me yes. dad. Yes. <laughs> I love that. That's, yeah, I love all the opportunities. Lines they don't see me coming, you know, when he says that. Um, and so, yeah, it's, I guess it's all about, yeah, him bringing him on and he's like conditioning him and testing him as his, as his offspring. Um, we get a few different court cases. He gets the one with the guy sacrificing goats in his basement. Mm. And then he gets the That's big right. court case with the guy who murdered his family but was lying And he about brings it. in the goat yeah. uh, as well as part of like the- Can you do that in a- Yeah, again, I'm basing all my law knowledge on movies. Like um, he just slams like meat in the, yeah, in the courtroom. He, he like That's new evidence, surely. Of, yeah. That's a goat roast. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think you can do that. Yeah. Anyway, um, he did yeah. it. So awesome cast, um, like the cast, in the, I think of the all the lawyers are great. You've got the really hot international girl with red hair. Yep. Um, who later turns out to be sister. Um, half sister. Half sister. Well, yeah. Half, half devil's spawn. Yeah, yeah. Spawn. Um, and then you've got Pam, the sort of the unofficial manager of the place and Jeffrey Jones is the sneaky dude doing all the dodgy. And so they're a big company. So he plays himself. He plays himself. <laughs> Which I'm dude. sorry that I ruined your childhood <laughs> Yeah, dreams. I was like, Jeffrey Jones, he's not a bad dude. And then you fill me in on all these evil, evil real life ways. shenanigans. Yes. Because I only know him as the principal of Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller, Bueller. yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and Beetlejuice. And Beetlejuice, of yeah. course. Of course. And yeah. then so I just he, shattered your dreams. of don't tell me, uh, What was his name? Oweth? Don't tell me he was a... Uh, <laughs> Remember the guy Oweth in Beetlejuice? You know, he's the big fake guy. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, as a kid, I loved him. Um, yeah, uh, they're all great. The cast is all good. Um, there's even a cool line where he says to him towards the end of the film, you know, why a lawyer? And he's like, because being a lawyer gets us into everything yes. in the world. Yeah. It's the new, like he says, basically it's the new religion yeah, type and thing. Yeah, right? and he's right because law gets him into criminal, into, you know, everything yeah. across. And that's the whole thing that we learn through the movie is that, He's got dodgy dealings. Yeah, John Milton yeah. has dodgy dealings everywhere. Bef- yeah, and before we get to that end, like everything about this film is awesome. It's beautiful looking. Like some of the effects are amazing. Most yeah. of the effects are amazing again yeah. till the end. 1997, the effects yeah. are fantastic. Um, yeah. uh, like, I mean, a Maybe lot of people criticise. Which I loved in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people criticise Keanu Reeves. I don't, but like for his performances. Uh, but I, I thought he does he was, a really good job in uh, this. He does a great job he in this. He sells the and, arrogance, but yeah. he's still likable. This is Charlie's Theron's like, Earliest or this like is beast. one of my favorite performances of hers. Yes, I, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I was telling you guys before we started recording that when I saw this film, I beside the fact that she's gorgeous, I'm like, yeah. who, who is this woman? I and mean, why she makes a poem look good. Yeah. That's that's yeah. a and then ass. they ruin it. Like, <laughs> yeah, if yeah. anything, this film is guilty of that. You yeah, know, like, that's taking away the poem. Taking um, away the poem. And then, uh, but this is my favorite poem. One of my favorite performances. Yeah. Of her. But yeah, like her descent into madness. Oh, because that's insane. Thing. She's she just being, plays it so well. Yeah, and and the way they do the she's montage where tortured. she's changing the car because she doesn't have a job, so she's just decorating the apartment. And she's and one getting of the other wives with that. is kind of you know giving her a hard time and frustrating her when she's doing that. And then she starts you know hearing, seeing things, and then those face morphs. They the were so good. Right? Oh, the yeah. hands and the body when they're in the change yep. rooms. Her descent into madness is fantastic. So believable. It's probably one of the best parts of the film. Yeah. I agree. And then, uh, like, after all of that, there's, it's just such a perfect story, and then we get to the end. Yeah. Like, I, I do, do you find, I mean, 
Two hours and twenty four minutes. Did you find at any point you felt like this was dragging? Yeah, the last <laughs> the last fifteen minutes where I just didn't want to watch it anymore. Like yeah, I mean, you, it's it's entertaining still. Yes, it's not bad. Yeah. It's just too long. It is long. Like yeah, it is no, I'm trying long. to think like what would I cut out? And there's quite a bit you could cut out. But they all kind of ties into story. Maybe the yeah. Eddie Bars, oh, yeah, yeah like maybe that stuff. All that. Yeah, I mean the stuff because like, there's, there's a lot of um, uh, Al Pacino's character trying to tempt Keanu Reeves into things. Like yeah. he tries to tempt him into a four way with the two oh, girls yeah, in the elevator. Oh, that too, that's when his yeah. mum comes down. His mum, yeah. his mum lies about the morally high Christian woman who yeah. had an affair with the devil, and she yeah. recognizes him. Yeah, he was a waiter in a hotel. Yeah. And well, you've got that bit on the um, the train where the the punks pull out the knife, and That's he right. t- he tells him what she's oh, doing. Yeah. Like your wife's yeah. at home right now, Cheap. smoking Cheap. crack. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I do love that. Like that's why Keanu's so good at his job. Like Pacino keeps kind of alluding to it. Yes. Like, yeah, but how? How are you so good? Why are you so and, good? And he doesn't know. He's and just it's like, like secret devil just, powers. Yeah. Like yeah. he can see a person, he can judge a person, and, yeah. and look at look into their. I guess their soul, you know, like when he's doing his jury thing. Yeah, don't ask says, me how I know. I just guy, know. Yeah, she's yeah. got a grudge to axe to grind, so don't pick her. And it's good; it's entertaining the whole way through. But yeah, it is just a bit too long. But yeah. it, I couldn't fault it for it. I mean, no, it's I too still, long. I, but I, I still I, enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, but I'm like, probably when I get to the hour forty-five mark, I'm like, just let's get to the end here, like. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. yeah let's, oh, let's that party scene as well where he's telling her to change her hair. That's a little bit that like. And it's kind of creepy. Yeah, it's Super a bit creepy. weird. Yeah, like yeah. That, that just took uh, all this time that didn't need to be there. Uh, well, like and she they, should just cut her hair and then they that would build be... the um, sexual tension between him and his sister on the balcony as well. Yes. And yeah, yeah. Like well, that at, at that point, you don't know that it's time. his sister. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, yeah. At that point, though, we should point out they don't know it's his sister. Yeah. Um. And half then sister. I guess it sort of half starts. Sister. Yeah, we try to give justification, but yeah. it's still his sister. You know, like it's like, oh, it's not yeah. that you bad. It's okay, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like first cousins. <laughs> um, and I guess it starts falling down at uh, when Charlize gets committed. Yeah. Yes. Um, to the ward, which and is then, the saddest part of the whole movie. Yeah, I know. When she's flipping out, and the mum comes back, and the mum's like, "Oh, I should never have gone. I should have stayed." And, then he's, she blocks the door and he smashes in and she gets the glass. And she glasses herself. And you talk, I mean, we were talking about Brutal Kills in the oh, last yeah. film. Like slits her own throat yeah. and slits Net, it open yeah. and you're like, she's oh. done. That's commitment. That's how much she wanted to die. That's yeah. how much she hated New York. Is yeah. it New York? Yeah, yeah. New York. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's how much she hated New York. Yeah, she just well, hated decorating, let's man. Let's not forget, like, <laughs> that, that green paint yeah. that never came. Pacino oh, had his way with Pacino, her Pacino, well. I guess, effectively yeah. rapes her as well yeah. because she has, he finds her in the church right before this and- she talks about it and he says, no, he's been with me in court all, all day. day. You've made this up. And so they think she's crazy. But then she stands up and- She's all cut she's up. She's and- starkers with just covered in scratches and- Oh, that's a great reveal as well. Like she's mm. doing all this self-body mutilation yeah. thing. That was oh, fantastic. Well, you assume it was him, I guess, in demon form maybe. Like scratch yeah, it, com- it comes across like she did it to herself. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but it would have been- in reality, it would have yeah. been him. Because she's like, I wanted to be, he, he took me, but part of me wanted to be with him. I guess all part of his mind. Yeah. Yeah. And we see him later turn into a pretty spiky demon. And, so. and she, and he gives it the old, you know, on a scale of one being, you know, rudimentary everyday lovemaking and 10 being the most oh, outrageous yeah, stuff. Yeah. It was an 11. An 11. Yeah. He really gives it up. to Keanu. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then obviously that's when Keanu snaps. He says to his mum, you tell me, you tell me. She's like, I have been here before. I was seduced by a waiter. She's like, it was John Milton. He's your dad. And, and then obviously, which I, again, this is where I start to find it really weird. 
and where I start to probably not like the film is he goes out to the street and Deb's waiting there and she's like, oh, go to him, he's waiting for you. And the street's empty. Like, yeah, bare. So what? New York City street, just empty. So did the devil do that? I guess so. Just he would have had take to. a day off? Surely. Yeah. Like, I mean, this comes down effect. to the ending as well because walks. there's a few things that don't make sense. So like, he just walks to the building, gets in the elevator. Up you go. Yeah. Has that dude's gun from before. He has the gun that he took off the, the client. Which, yeah. the world's smallest gun, and it has a massive clip in it. Because how oh, many yeah. shots he did he unload like, into it? Oh, yeah. I, I love when he gets up there and confronts confronts him. He's obviously just he's covered in his wife's blood who just died, and he learns that he's the son of the devil, and he puts the yeah, 84 rounds into... <laughs> I love the way Al Pacino's like, oh. Reacting, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's just getting shot like... <laughs> Um, and then he yeah, obviously he says I'm the devil. Well, the gist of it is I'm the devil. I need you to fuck your half sister so I can make the antichrist. So we can it's our turn to rule on earth. Mm. Yeah, um, God doesn't care. And like it's kind of compelling. That his monologue and all that in yeah, that scene is fantastic. I, I actually like, really enjoy that because yeah. it sort of lost me with the street. And then I enjoy Pacino um, ad libbing about the God and saying, "Where is he? He's." A, you know, he's a fucking landlord that doesn't yeah. care about yeah, anything. he's a sadist. You know? He's you know, a sadist. Touch. Yeah, yeah. Don't taste. Yeah. <laughs> taste, <laughs> but don't enjoy. You know, like yeah. he has those wonderful, like he really makes me think, you know what? Like, yeah, yeah God yeah, really does yeah, hate us. Like, you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he says, you know, you're just a, you're just an experiment that went, that he's left behind, you know, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. You know, I've never judged you. I've never judged you for this. And. And I assume it follows the traditional sense of the devil because when he morphs, he has the big wings and we're like, he must have been a fallen angel at one point yes. in God's side. So we're following the traditional sense of the devil. Um, she's just keen to fuck. She's just down to fuck that Yes, time. yeah. Like she's angry. Like she, you can see she's like over him talking this yeah, whole she's time. Like, she's she's just I like, want the Antichrist. I want the Antichrist. I really need my brother's Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like setting up the table, lighting the candles, having a drink and a smoke and- yeah. But she you know, actually says that at one point. She's like, you have no idea how hard it was to wait for you or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's, it's like, too Whoa. much. Like yeah. that incest thing is driven <laughs> yeah. home in spades. And then we get that kind of weird portal behind where all the bodies and the statues come yeah. alive. It's really I've tricky. never seen like oh, anyone, let alone demons, not that I ever would, be so excited <laughs> to see a brother and sister fight. Yeah, they're really you know? excited. <laughs> they all come to really life. Like, oh, yeah, it's been, it's it's been a while since I saw some action. <laughs> some, <laughs> some incest action. Like, I mean, as far as evil goes, I guess that... You could put it yeah. out. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Like, I'm still cool with the film up to this yeah, point. And then now. I kind of dig the, you know, um, Kevin sort of plays it. into it and says, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Are we negotiating? We get a lot of throwback to earlier lines in the film. Always negotiating, you know, you know. I'm assuming once he found out it was his sister, he just couldn't get it up. Yeah, I mean, I don't so think that was his, that's that was the problem. Yeah. Not not the moral conscious of, <laughs> of like ruling so mankind. The fact yeah, that he no. couldn't get it up yeah, for his he, sister. Yeah, he didn't want to condemn mankind. <laughs> it was an impotence issue. Yeah. So what does he do? He blows his own brains out, which I, I think is lovely and poetic. Fantastic. And upsets and, and the way it's shot, very nice. Cut. He's that's falling it. down. This is where you want the movie yeah. to end. I agree. Done. This is where the movie should end. Absolutely. With done. him falling because it's he's falling in slow motion. The brains are pouring out so beautifully. Pacino's and everything else is crumbling. Turns into a devil. He's like, oh, you know, fuck you. Although, why did she she crumble into like this rock thing? I don't know. She got hit by that wave of energy that shoots at him. The devil? Yeah, when he screams and turns into so, the devil. So what, he kills his own daughter because like the son- Well, I'm wanted- guessing it must be some kind of like, I assume all They're of this. I've, n- I've never been in a cult. 
<laughs> but I certainly, <laughs> certainly not one that deals with the devil. But you'd admit to anyway. I've led a cult. I've yeah. never been in one. <laughs> yeah. The um, juice was delicious. After everyone drank the never Kool-Aid drink you gave the, up never on Never drink the cordial. It was delicious. <laughs> I slept um, for ages. I assume it must be something that doesn't happen every day because he's so, you know, he's screaming when he kills himself. He's like, fuck, it's going to be another thousand years yeah. before well, I can get the right. They, so then he just he kills says, her off as well. Doesn't he say some big thing about like, Getting the compatibility of you two. Yeah. I've had a lot of children and a lot of failed. Yeah, yeah. So I assume it's all about finding the two right pieces that can make the Antichrist. Sure. The, okay. The well, then fair down. enough. Yeah. Um, and then we'll get to the ending. But which yeah, it's a nice effect. Again, sense, yeah. you're talking about nice effects for 1997. It's a great little. She turns yeah. into stone, kind of. Yeah. Very biblical death. Which is so, cool because she was a bitch anyway. So yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's where you'd love to cut so the film. Was necessary. You yeah. didn't agree with that? Like, I didn't think like she was she, a bitch. Oh, come on. She was oh. like pushing, like, I'd Charlie she was just like over a, She was like a power executive. Oh, of course. Charlie yeah, Theron like, and her. what she was but, doing to, like, entice yeah. him. She's a bitch. Come on. All right. You'd be she's friends a bad with her. Person. Yeah. You'd go and see a movie with her. Totally. <laughs> you just want to bang her, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Even about. if she is your half sister. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'd cut there. That, that's that's a good done. spot to cut. That's yeah. done. Unfortunately, yeah. the movie doesn't cut there. And for my my <sighs> oh, problem with the film is that we we cut back to the restroom before where, that, where he started. Before that, right back we, to where we started. Can we do that weird transformation where he turns into Keanu with long hair? Oh and yeah, he turns into yeah, like angel wings. That and was the angel wings. And then the camera zooms into his mouth. Into his and mouth. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's an odd transition. I don't understand. Yeah. Again, and we should have just cut when he blew. He comes <laughs> out of his eyeball. Like I appreciate the David Fincher before yeah, David Fincher. It's, but, it's trying to. Yeah, it's trying while you're ahead, Phil. Trying too hard. And so yeah, he he. He's back in that room where he asked for the break at the start of the film. Yeah, before he got the pedo off. But so <laughs> sounded we, weird. We, yeah, yeah. We assume he remembers everything he just went through, right? Yeah. Yes. So he goes into the room and he says, "I want to be removed from the case." You know, rah rah rah. And they're like, "Well, you can't do that." You know, da, da, da. and he's like, "Well, he's going to get disbarred." So the judge throws the court everyone out of the court. We'll re-adjourn tomorrow. Rah rah rah. He's walking off. Everyone, all the reporters are trying to get to him. His best mate Larry from the start is like. Hey, you know, this is going to be the biggest story. You're a lawyer with a conscience. Well, you know, you'll be on the front page. He's like, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want anything to do with it. And then when he says, you know, you'll be on the front page, he stops and says, call me Monday morning. You know, call me first thing Monday morning and then walks off. And we get another great 90s effect of yeah, morph. which is like Michael Jackson's black or white kind yeah. of morph. You yeah, know? I like, love those in the 90s. Yeah. And, and and Larry morphs into Al Pacino. And delivery mm. directly down the barrel. Looks down the well, barrel of like, the camera and says, wall got Vanity, still my favourite sin, which he said earlier in the movie. Yeah. And, and to which I say, fuck you, movie. Yes, that's where it gets me because it's like, all right, all of that stuff before... Is it a time travel thing? Does he send him back in time to resurrect and he remembers him from all death, of that. or is it a dream? Like, because this is where the so movie the film so negates ambiguous. all of that, everything that happened. Yeah. And I hate when films negate everything. Yes, not necessarily negate it. You can you can negate everything, but in a clever way. Yeah, like as much as it's not a good film, the Nicolas Cage film Next, where he can see two minutes into the future, that's one of those films where spoiler alert negates the entire film, but it does it in a very clever way. Mm. This is just like. So all of that happened for no reason. And so what's Al Pacino's deal? Is he going to take another swing? He's, going to, he's going to give it another shot. Does he yeah. just reset? Why did he get so upset when he killed himself? Does yeah, he have another half-sister demon child somewhere? Does, does everything reset? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. If, if it does, then he's not going to New York. He knows about it. He knows what you look like. That's why you're hiding. And does his best friend Larry exist? 
Oh, shit. Or did he just take Larry's body? I hadn't even thought about that. Or was that. he Larry the whole time? Because he does oh. say, I'm watching you all the time. Yes. Jesus Christ. So was he faking Damn you, Larry. In which case, I think you're the devil with a you know, huge amount of cosmic power. Like, you pissed off God. Are you spending nine to five pretending to be Larry, the local journalist in a small town in Florida? Yeah, because he's going to be held accountable. But, you know, then again, he was in the courtroom. Is the devil and a character was, actor? Yeah. He has to be. <laughs> he has to be, right? With the worst transformation. Like, is he morphed into that guy and is he still going, Eddie Buzzle? You know, like, yeah. he's still talking Although like Although, I'll give that, like, again, yeah, I don't understand that, the whole character thing, like, because he'd have to go nine to five and do that. But he, <laughs> he is able to split himself into two, obviously. Sure, he did we, it in we the did learn courtroom. Yeah, yeah. And then he, like, fucked... Uh, Charlie Theron. Yeah. Theron, yeah. whatever. Theron, and so right. um, so I get that, but again, it's just like he's been Keanu's best mate. Like, what? what's he, like, <laughs> what's, pushing him towards, like, Like, his you know, whole life, he's just lo- been this yeah. Larry guy that he went yeah. to school with and grew up with, and he became a journalist, Jeez. he became a lawyer. I don't know what the backstory <laughs> is. Cut the cord, Dad. Yeah. That, I'd be yeah, kind of like, yeah, well, I found yeah, out, if you found out that was your dad, you wouldn't trust him. You'd be like, so oh. you're pretending to be my best friend. This whole time. Don't come near me. Yeah. You're yeah. a psycho. And then he goes, I mean, the whole and I want you to fuck your fl- sister as well. Something's wrong with you, man. Yeah. Yeah. You pretend to be someone else your whole life. You, you want need me to go over lie down, Dad. Get out of my life. Mark <laughs> hasn't mentioned that it's the half-sister for a while, so it's let's just... true. I should say half-sister. <laughs> Hang on a minute. How did this come <laughs> back on me? So um, for me, this definitely falls into the category of a good, a good movie good that movie. I really enjoy good and I love watching. Film. And I'll watch yep. this once a year. Yeah. But the ending is just taints the movie for me in I, a I bad still, way. I still love it. And I didn't actually notice how bad the ending was until this whole thing came up. And you're just like, hey, movies with bad endings. Yeah, I think I'm this like, was my really? choice. I'm like, I don't remember it being that bad. And then I looked at it. I'm like, oh, wow, this makes no sense. Or, it kicks I you just in the don't balls. understand. Yeah. You know, and like, I don't like the fourth wall thing. Yeah, the Why fourth wall. Why is that introduced yeah. the movie at the last second? That it is my favourite I mean, it's scene. a great yeah. line. An opportunity to live as could have delivered it off talks. the rail or something like yeah. that, looking towards him. But no, he's straight down straight the barrel as if it's like our problem now. Yeah, you it's, know? Like, <laughs> it's like that <laughs> pesky you devil. It's like, thanks, Keanu. Oh, God, he's out there. So for me, it's definitely, I mean, I'm still going to recommend these films. Maybe just, you know, when you see Keanu blow his brains out, hit stop. Just stop. Yeah. <laughs> hit stop. Yeah. you got a great movie there. Uh, so recommend for me, definitely. Yeah, I, I also recommend this film. It was an awesome film when it came out and I watched it then and it still holds up. Uh, some of the, you know, the visual effects are a bit dated, especially towards the end. Um, but <laughs> even so, it's still forgivable. It's still awesome. Yeah, I agree. I'd recommend as well. I really like this film. I liked it when it first came out. But apparently I blacked out the ending because I didn't remember the ending I didn't at all. either. I didn't. See, yeah. for some yeah, reason, like this is why I chose this movie because it sat with me for yeah. years. I'm like, I really dug that movie, but that ending just... And I do watch it pretty Well, regularly. I remembered it with the exception of that line, which yeah. is what really yeah. kills it. Like, uh, like the fact that he decides not to represent the pedophile and he just walks away yeah. from it all. But then you I forgot almost, that Pacino almost, was at the end. Yeah, You can almost stop the film there even, I, yes. I dare I say, and just mm. not have the Pacino part with the, the Larry friend. And, exactly, yeah. Although I still don't like the idea that Keanu has to live with that like three months of life he had. Yeah. Like he has to live with that. Yeah, watching, watching his, his wife, wife fall apart and fail throat. her. Yeah. And, but it just sort of make him a better person. Find out his mum had an affair. Find and out with, his the devil, with, with the devil. With the devil. Yeah. Of all, yeah. I mean, you, the first stop is your mum's house. You'd be like... So guess where I've been for the last so three months? Mom, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I met Dad. And, I met and like, Dad. Yeah. He's and, the and, devil. And on top of that, as well, you're right. He's walked back into the uh, courtroom, and it's like, 
I can't represent this guy, but don't worry about the fact that I'm the devil's son. I that mean, that means, would, yeah, you like, just learned that everything's true. Yeah, he's kind of casual after that. Yeah. Then he's like hugging his missus and walking out like yeah. out onto the street. It's like, it's all cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, would, I wouldn't say no to a devil's advocate too. <laughs> just the, the follow-up of the vanity <laughs> yeah. destroying the planet? Or? or just him harnessing his powers and using them for evil. Using them, no, for good. For good. It would be for He'd good. be corrupted, though. Yeah, of course. Power corrupts. By another sister that he could potentially fuck. <laughs> yeah, because there's so many sisters out there. <laughs> Half-sister? Half-sister, that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. And um, also, uh, you know, I, I feel like, couldn't there have been a less elaborate way for him to get a grandson to become the Antichrist? Like, I feel like he could have drugged Keanu Reeves to uh, yeah. take his semen. They, they and try then, and explain that out and it doesn't really fly, I don't think. N- n- like, they, it's a, like it's a know, ritual or it's like, who wants to jerk off an unconscious Keanu Reeves? <laughs> <laughs> they had to pull straws. I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm sure there's people Eddie out there. Eddie Bazoon, that's an Eddie Bazoon job that if is, I ever saw yeah, one. Yeah, uh, I'm the guy there at two in the morning shredding papers <laughs> and jerking off the <laughs> devil's son. But unfortunately he was beaten to death. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately he was beaten to death, so... Yeah, no like the, 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 the devil's willing to break the rules, just not with the way he impregnates his yeah, daughter. Yeah, maybe they should have had something about like to create the antichrist. There has to be like the, the full moon and the ritual. And yeah, because doesn't he say he says I have about to be will. willing? Yeah. Free, he does. Yeah, free will. He yeah. says I have to be willing, don't I? Because that's when he realizes he's got him on a barrel. Yeah, but then it's just like why, and then that's never explained. I feel like it's never. So you're explained thinking all. maybe the devil's been trying this for two thousand years, and they all fuck up, and they never do it. You're thinking you might as well give it a try. Yeah, like yeah, you're absolutely. doing this like all you've the done time. Everything else, just rip the sperm from him. Yeah. Just turkey based it, it. It takes how many like months? Because I obviously don't know anything about bi- biology. How long is someone pregnant for? He could try this every. Well, like you know, he, you know, women are pregnant for nine months. <laughs> nine Surely months, you have a yeah. basic understanding. Yeah, so of I understand that. that. <laughs> nine months. He could impregnate so many different people Although, and have like many options to do. Surely some people would be willing to be the, the son of the devil and the new heirs to the throne. While we're going, I mean, we're down the rabbit hole. We're talking about jerking we're, off unconscious Keanu Reeves. We're a long way down the hole. Uh, I imagine in my mind the Antichrist is not a nine-month thing. I imagine when you have the Antichrist, she'd start and there'd be hands on her guts and stuff. I reckon you'd have the Antichrist almost instantly. Mm. I don't think there's a nine-month wait for the Antichrist. This is why you need to have And then I reckon the Antichrist grows really quickly too. You you need to have a video component to this podcast because everyone would have missed out what changed. What just happened. That was fantastic. (laughs) That's our secret time. That's that's what we can discuss later on. alien just burst out. (laughs) There's no way she survives giving birth to the Antichrist. Well, if it comes out like a regular baby and then, then gets why, fucked up afterwards. And yeah, then why probably would she eats- be so excited to have sex with this guy so she could die nine months later or however long it takes to have sex with... Yeah, uh, she uh, seems to, very to, enthusiastic. That's her purpose in life. That's what But she to has. have the Antichrist, mm. whoa, that's sexist. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's <laughs> backed into a corner. <laughs> yeah, this is what long we did a way to fuck life. you over yeah, on that. What are you right. saying? We found <laughs> a way just to screw you and make you a misogynist. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> No, yeah, you're right. Why is she so excited? Because I just think you've got to be pure evil to love the to want to have the Antichrist, right? Oh, he got half of it right, at least. So. I mean, I guess I mean the Antichrist would do a lot, so that you can be proud of your yeah. son or daughter. I don't know if the Antichrist is male or female. I think yeah. it's sexually ambiguous. Yeah, probably. Mm. It'd, It'd be, be a creature. It'd be like of some kind of like hermaphroditic kind of yeah. Maybe it's got the morph thing going on. It can go either way. Ah, I hear the Antichrist goes both ways. <laughs> There you yeah. go. Wow. So that's the devil's advocate. <laughs> um, is up- it though? <laughs> is it really? That's the tagline on the box. A fucked up family drama. <laughs> yeah. 
Let's talk about that. This ain't no family ties. Which has no no jerking off of any kind. Uh, no, I stand corrected. Sorry, it has masturbation in it as well. Yes. That is 2003's High Tension High French tension. horror film. Yeah. Um, directed by Alexandra Aja. Alexandra Aja, am I saying that right? Yeah, Aja. Yeah. That's French yeah. people's names. Yeah. Uh, French I'm sorry. People's names. He's got a good little sort of Package. body of work. Yeah, I love Alex Arja. He's been an inspiration for me he's, in my career. He's made one of my favourite films, which is a remake, uh, sorry, Mark, of The Hills Have Eyes, which is a Agreed. fantastic, fantastic yep. film. Um, and he did Piranha 3D, which I loved. I thought yep. that was just a good little fucking tongue Hilarious. in Hilarious, yep. Horns, massive disappointment. I'm sorry. Really? I, re- I really wanted to dig it, but it just... Oh, I loved Horns. Yeah. For me, it was Mirrors I was, that I kind of didn't... See, I kind of like Mirrors, so yeah. that's why I say he's got a... I'd, sort of, yeah. I didn't. And he's produced those, on a couple of good, really good horror stuff. Yes, yeah, like P two, that parking lot film. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. No one's really watched that, but I've seen it. Have yeah. you? Yeah. So have, you and Shane have seen. Yeah, it. we were the yeah, only two that rocked probably, up. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that was it. it <laughs> the premiere. It doesn't sound great, does it? Girl trapped in car park yeah, on Christmas. On Christmas. Well, it's yeah, a like Christmas film. Means, yeah, it's a Christmas film. <laughs> in the way the Die Hard's a Christmas film. Um, <laughs> Written, and, and your point is? Yeah. Written by Gregory Lavasseur, who's another Frenchman whose name I can't pronounce. Can you try he's that basically again, written all the films that, that he's directed, that oh, right. has directed. So. Mm. Uh, clocking time of one hour, 31 minutes. Stars-wise, yeah, this, this Cecile de France, the main girl, has done quite a lot of films. Yeah. Um, quite a few uh, Luc Besson films, Fifth ah, Element, things like go. that. That's better. That's good French. Um, I think she was in The Professional as well, maybe. I, I might have read that. Uh, and Maywin is the other girl, the the, the dark haired girl. Yeah. She's only got one name. Single name, yeah. Single name, I like it. Like Madonna. Hey, if you can pull it off. So this film is a, a horror film. It's a French horror film. I love um, in, international horror films. Foreign horror films, I think, are always great because they always push the boundaries more. They're way more. They're not like American horror films where it's just like jump scare, loud noise. Yeah. Um, these are a lot more scaring. Mind fucking. Yeah, and the violence is always very unforgiving. Yes. It's yes. it's not glorified in any way. It's done in such a brutal, sadistic way, especially the French. Every yeah. French horror film I've seen has just made me want to like Between it. Martyrs and Frontiers and all those kind of things. Just yeah, Inside's one of my favourite French horror films. Shit. If you want to see a film that'll <laughs> fucking test you, see, you know, see Inside. Um, it's a French film. About a pregnant lady who is just terrorised by an old woman. Watch that it. wants to cut her baby out. Yeah, yeah, who wants her baby, who owes, who's owed her baby, I think yes. she screams at one point. Um, yeah, hour 31 minutes, easy, easy clocking for me. It's good. It's a pretty short film. It does not, not a hard watch. Um, I probably have to say, haven't, I haven't seen it for a while, um, and I think it was one of the ones we first talked about. Nick, yes. We talked about coming on the, the show. Um, and then I watched it again, and um, I probably didn't enjoy it as much as my memory was, I think, the... You didn't enjoy yeah, it as much. Yeah, not as much as, I mean, mm. it's good to watch in the sense from, like I really enjoyed watching it from a visual aspect because you can see where he's developing his style in it and mm-hmm. I can see real reminiscence yeah. of what he becomes his later work. Um, it's really good. Now. It's acted very well um, uh, and subtitled as well, obviously we should mention. Uh, for those who don't like subtitles, uh, don't yeah, watch avoid. This. Yeah, it's, it's French and <laughs> subtitles. Unless you speak French. Unless you speak French, then watch the film because you'll enjoy it. And understand it. And understand it. Um, so it centers around two girls. <laughs> What are their names? Marie and Ale- Alexia. Marie and Alexia. Alex. Yeah, they just call her Alex. 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 Yeah, Alex. Alex. Yes. That was Irish. It's where the accent is. Yeah. yeah. I can't Alex. Do French. No. Oh wait, no, I can't do French. I was going to say <laughs> no. From, no. <laughs> when I, was I, was at, I won't try that. Um, 
I can sing in French. That's all I'll say. Oh, oh, let's um, let's hear it. Well, have you seen Beauty and the Beast? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm leading down the white rabbit hole again. <laughs> um, and so it's about these two girls who uh, got time off from college and they're going away to one of the girls' to parents' Alex's parents' house. Alex's yeah. parents' house out in the in the in the woods, in the, the cornfields, farming. Yeah, farming, the farming world, uh, isolated thing. Um, the film was shot in 36 days. I read as well, which I thought was pretty good. Pretty tight. That's yeah, pretty tight for an hour and a half, 36 days. For what they, you know, do and the amount of locations they travel to and stuff. Um, and, I mean, I feel like I need to get to the end of this to explain why I hate... I, no. No, let's save it. Let's talk about the film. So the, yeah. film is, the film is quite good. So they're all staying at this house. You've got these two girls. You get the impression that Marie kind of has a bit of a thing for Alex because Alex is, you know, sleeping with other guys and she's a bit jealous. She goes outside for a smoke and, you know, hears some bad noises and goes back inside and then in the middle of the night, um, oh, this is where I was a bit, she yeah, starts masturbating. fingering yeah. herself. It was to, really bizarre. To French reggae music. Yes, which yeah. I said to you whilst we were watching it, I'm like, why would you do that? You're in a stranger's house. You, you want to know if someone's going to open the door, someone's coming near yeah. you, like something like that. Like, what I coming, love about no that is but- you sound like a voice of experience there. <laughs> like I like regularly sleep over regularly at people's masturbate house. masturbate at people's houses. And avoid <laughs> French reggae. <laughs> so like, masturbate cautiously. If I learned anything, it's never masturbate with headphones. That's a fucking line on your tombstone. Never masturbate with headphones. Always masturbate cautiously. Is what it should be. But you're right. So as she's... <laughs> And she is just finger bashing herself to town. Oh, we and can't she release is, this she, podcast. She, we, that's what we say about everyone. Yeah. She's going to town, but the music's blocking out, so she doesn't hear the van. This, yes. And the van's great. Like, it looks like the thing out of Jeepers Creepers, only a bit more realistic. It's a big rusted old down van. And he rocks up, headlights on the front door, knocks on the door. The dad comes down. The dad gets the snot. He gets a cleaver in the face or something, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, like, yeah. You don't see it. He just... sort of cracks his skull a bit and he's still mm. conscious. So he grams, jams his head through the staircase. Yes. And then pushes the chest of drawers to decapitate. Oh, that's my favourite bit. Oh, it's insane. It's it, like I a mean, pumpkin. His head just, just explodes. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, French yeah. horror. That's, that's the benchmark. That's what we're opening this with. Prior to this, I do want to mention that there is a scene where he's parked on the side of the road, the killer, who's this big burly yes. man with a trucker's hat and sort of you can't really see his Not face. just big and burly, I have to say. He sounds like he has a respiratory disorder. Yeah. He's always yeah. like... <gasps> By the way, the killer looks like someone's... Yeah. Which I think ties into what yeah. we reveal is the, the twist. The killer looks like someone's father or grandfather. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, a portly man with yeah. a respiratory yeah. disorder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he's strong. Like, you get the impression he's yeah. just strong. Um we get a, a scene of him on the side of the road getting a head job from a severed head. Yes. So and then he just chucks off. the head on the road. So it's it like, it, like as if it's tissues yeah. after yeah. it's done. Head job in the truest sense of the word. Yeah, yes. a literal yeah. head job. Um, well and then so well oh, then I'm trying to think how it happens. The mum comes downstairs. So she's still going to town on herself upstairs mm. while yeah. this is all happening. Um <laughs> Then the mum gets butchered, the kid gets butchered, basically. Well, the kid gets shot in the, the cornfield. Yeah, like the kid runs away. off into the cornfield. That I found completely unnecessary. The kids run away. Why do you need to shoot him? Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem to Well, because then the cops should come again, earlier. That's right? the brutality of it, man. That's just the yeah, brutality so yeah. of the story. Yeah, that just the seems... dog, the dog I felt for oh, the, the most dog, as well. Yeah, like, the what's a dog going to do? The body gets thrown at the, on the ground, covered in blood, and you're like, oh. Yeah, like everyone just gets destroyed. Anything in this path of this old man yeah, uh, with a respiratory. Respiratory disorder man, yeah. So, um, yeah. the asthma, asthmatic man. <laughs> the asthmatic killer. 
Maria finally comes to her senses and, and starts hearing pulls all of this. Yeah, it pulls her finger out and gets, gets ready. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it happens earlier. Pun intended. <laughs> um, and she hides and gets away and the killer takes uh, Alex, uh, gags her and chucks her in the back of his big rusty truck and, um, we've, and Marie's lucky enough to jump in there. Mm, yeah. uh, and that's kind of like I guess the crux of our story now is Marie's trying to escape with Alex She's trying to help Alex get out of these chains. She's in kind of a contraption with a, you know, yeah, a, a with a gag and a yeah. gag. And Did we also mention that she's in love with? Yeah, I said there's definitely. There's a very heavy implication that she's yeah yeah. yeah. Because at the start of the film, she's talking about how she went home with some guy, and she gets very defensive and very you know like oh, yes, you know, yeah. it was nothing you know. Rah, rah, rah. Mm. Um. So yeah, then we have the gas station scene. Oh, yes. um, which is, yeah, she gets out and tries to find help. Um, an, and, old, an old Jimmy cops an axe to the chest. Yeah, and we get oh, a sh- what I call a shining killing. Mm. Yeah. An axe to the chest there. <laughs> um, that's a brutal way to die. I imagine yeah. almost instantaneous though. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think that would kind of be Axe a, to the heart? You don't think it would kill you? Not straight away. away. That would be a creeper, that one, I reckon. Oh. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. And all the bottles explode behind him as well. Stop, and your brain would still be alive until it ran out of oxygen. Yeah, pretty true. big impact. But yeah, yeah. He still seems to be alive for a little bit. Like, he's kind of doing that gurgle. Yeah, he's of, doing the whole, oh, God, yeah. this is terrible day at work. Who's going to clean up this mess? <laughs> at least they get to finish early. <laughs> um, and then so she doesn't get away and she doesn't get a chance. Um, and then I guess the rest of the film is basically her, you know, hiding out and then mm. she loses her and she has to steal a car and she's chasing them and then the van ends up chasing her um, and she's in this car and she topples over and they're in the woods. Um, and then we've got the cops investigating what happened at the gas station. And this no, is where we, she makes the phone call. She, she calls makes, sorry, the she, emergency she calls the cops. thing and she yeah. couldn't tell them where she yeah. was and she was just in a gas station. Yeah, she didn't know where she was because she'd been in the van, back of the van the whole time. Yeah. Um, and that's where we get the big twist of the movie revealed, which I oh, think is... not quite yet. Oh, no, sorry. Do you want to cover she, some other stuff? She does bash his face in with a baseball bat covered in barbed wire. I yes. I like that bit too. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, yeah. So, so you, think, you think the killer's down and out because she beat the piss out of him with yeah, his Yeah, and her car flips over and she's in the woods and she yeah. crawls out and he comes to get her, but she gets the, she gets the advantage on him. And again, the prosthetics and special effects makeup in this film, unbelievable. Like, it's brutal. His, the violence. Yeah. yeah, his face, how it swells mm, up, yeah. is so scary too. Yeah. Like when he's chasing her and the face is just... Like, yeah, asthma's not his only problem. He's got more problems. Yeah, he's got more holes to breathe from now. So he should relieve his asthma. <laughs> um, and that's when we cut back to the cops, right? When she hides in the greenhouse, when she gets away from the second time. And then it cuts back to the cops, yeah? Who are investigating the crime scene. Oh, that's right. And they check the video. They check the video and we see that it's her. Yeah. She puts the axe in the chest. Yeah, and we thought it was the fat guy with respiratory distress. Yeah, Yeah. we thought it was the big fat guy with respiratory distress. There was no asthma problem whatsoever. So then the twist is revealed is, you know, she's helping her out. She takes the gag off her friend and she's saying, what the fuck are you doing? Stay away from me. Get away from me. You killed my whole family. You killed my whole family. And with the twist is that the girl... Is the killer. Is a nutcase. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so obviously there's a fight between the two of them. And visually I love the way this is done. So first of all, let me just say I hate this twist. This twist ruins this movie for me. And I'll get into that yeah. in much detail. But yeah. I love the way this scene plays out where she's the girl when she's sympathising with Alex, but when she's going to 
she's not and she's hearing what she doesn't want to hear, she's the guy. Yes. Like I think it's very cleverly done. So, And she gets this big saw, which we've never sort of seen, like a big, oh. I guess, angle grinder. Yeah, it's yeah. like a concrete, uh, concrete cutter angle. type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we've never really seen in a movie. So it's great when they cut between her and him holding the angle grinder and being chased down and yeah. – Obviously, she wins. That, that's basically how the movie ends. Alex wins. Alex wins yeah. by, we, you know, the good guy wins. Um, and then we cut back to, oh, we didn't mention at the start, sorry. There's a girl singing a hospital gown in a, a hospital saying, oh, yeah. yeah. And we cut back to it and it ends up, you know, that's that's um, Maria, the psycho. And that's how Alex looks in the window and Maria lunges at her, you know, holds her hands out for her with, with her handcuffs on. And the movie kind of ends and you're like, oh, yeah, cool. She's a psycho. She's locked up. So it's on, that, that part's all right. The twist I can't stand. I don't know about you two, but I just think it's the worst twist to have in the movie. I, it's, it's like someone trying to be clever who couldn't see past their own decision to make her the killer. Like, yeah, it, it seems like the movie was written with her always going to be the killer, but they didn't think about it long enough to figure out that all the shit you wrote before the part is going to poke massive potholes <laughs> in the part. I am. Um, you don't I, have a big beef with it. Though. I don't have a big beef with it. So I guess this is my last podcast with you guys. So. <laughs> no, no. We welcome indifference. We no. love indifference. Um, I mean, look, there's a lot of potholes, right? Like, screens. at the very beginning, we've got that scene where he's getting a head job from the head. Again, we talked about who's that benefiting. Yeah. The audience is just seeing a van parked on the side of the so, road. Like, yeah, we, we, we presume that there's a threat, right? Because there's yeah. a psycho on yeah. the road, and that so, all makes sense. And as we but talked then, about, this would make more sense if. It was something that they drove past. Yeah, like if she was squatting and, to take and a piss, the main and then, girl looked sort of horrified, even though because you know she's seeing the delusion, you know. Yeah, mm. but then like that serves no purpose. Like I get that. Like yeah. it's just like why yeah. is that scene? Like who is that scene for? Where is that? What like is, is that scene yeah. playing in her head? Yeah, because that's not happening at all. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, like it's just it's all in her mind. So like I get that. I get the plot flaw there. Then the rest I don't really have too much of a problem with. So except a, for the van, which is yeah, like which where I does she find that is a gaping hole. Yeah, that's did, when did she drive the van down premature to, to this weekend? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge plot hole because And then how is she oh, chasing one like so, yeah, so my, my problem be, with it is she's locked in the back with her and driving. driving it at the same time. Like yeah. how is it? But that then I'll happening? go you one step further. Oh, she's please. chasing her in a second car. And we know both those cars are physically present because the other girl interacts with both vehicles. Yeah. So how the fuck is she driving two cars at once? Very yes. solid point. That is, okay. Well, then now I just uh, now I don't like this movie. Now. <laughs> 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 it's just, it's then, oh yeah. Now oh, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> that, these aren't impossible point, things to get around, but it just seems like as these filmmakers didn't seem to put the extra. That's why I think you like, could have like made that car to be in clever. her mind, but yeah. it, it's part of the set now. They, they were trying to be clever, but they weren't quite clever enough. Yeah. That's all what it kind of gives me. Because this film is great. The visual style, the scares, the horror, the the way the film starts. Like, I just, if it didn't have the twist, I would own this on Blu ray. Hmm. But the twist just ruins it for me. It very much falls into the category of what we've been talking about. I'd I'd be happier ending it after she bashes his face in with the the bat. I'm yeah, sure you thought you think that without that twist, it should have just been a stalker, psycho killer, no explanation. Yeah, kind of and thing. so you know, I'm, we I'm talked about how would I end it? I would end it with her killing the driver, and then she sets, takes the mouth guard off, and she's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he did that!" And then have the girl go fucking psycho and be like, "Well, I've got her here chained up, 
and close the doors and drive off in the van. Holy shit, Shane. How Fuck, do you, you are messed up. That's yeah. a bit, no, but that's a fuck. That's, yeah, that's, that's what, what you bit, would do. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want that. What would Shane do? What would Shane do? on record, do? people. Yeah. Like, that's what I want. But that's, that's, a, that's a better fucked up ending yeah. for me. And it's, and it's logical and there's no big twist and I don't have to worry she about She always pop. wanted her the whole time. She wanted and, and then she finds the situation, you know, and something snaps in her. She's just beaten a man to death with a bat and gone through all this horrible stuff. And she snaps and says, you know, he took what he wanted, I'll take what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And then puts the gag back on and drives off. It's a terrible, horrible ending. But those are the ones. That's where you go and see a horror movie. You don't go to a horror movie to walk out going, you know what? You know what? I'm pretty happy with my life. You You don't want unicorns and rainbows. Yeah, I want to walk out of a horror movie going, I'm so uncomfortable. Like, you know, I'm going to check under my (laughs) bed. That's what you want when you go home. I am... I can't think of a better ending, <laughs> so I'm not going to give one. But at the risk of F. Gary Gray, whoever directed The Devil's Advocate, and sure. Alex Arja hearing this, they're holding a gun to my head saying that these are bad endings. I think these endings are all brilliant. <laughs> no, I, I, I like nobody makes a perfect movie by all means. Everyone's made mistakes. Um, I mean, look at Matthew McConaughey. Like, what a career. You know, that's a prime example. Like, <laughs> this is one on. massive... Let's, this let's is one long-winded way to shit on oh, Matthew yeah. McConaughey. Whoa, 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 I'm not sh- I love Matthew McConaughey. I was going to say, let's He's a brilliant actor, up. but he's made some terrible films. Not true. I... You like Texas Chainsaw? Of course. Uh, (laughs) The next generation. Actually, he's actually pretty good in that. Yes, he's great in that. He's great in that because he plays that wild card. I thought you were going to go with one of the romance comedies. I'm probably thinking more girls of... And you know I love a good rom-com, but the girls of... Girlfriends of ghosts... Ghosts of girlfriends past. That kind of nonsense. Um, So nobody's perfect. So, you know, certainly, (laughs) Matthew, if you are listening... You know, don't let this taint our working relationship. <laughs> the non-existent um, working relationship. Yeah, non- uh, non-existent uh, <laughs> working. possible future possible. non-existent yeah, working yeah, yeah. relationship. It's all never right, going to happen right, now. All right. He will, all right, all right, all right. All right. All right. I tried yeah. to tell that um, uh, quote to somebody where it's just like, you know what I like about college chicks? The older I get, they stay the same age. They didn't get it. I looked like a creep <laughs> saying it. I'm never saying That's it again. It's always the problem with quoting like Family <laughs> yeah, Guy or yeah. American Dad is that if people don't get it, you just come off as a creep. <laughs> yeah, um, so, yeah, no, look, you know, I love Aja. Like I said, he's got a bit of a probably 70-30 strike rate with me. Um, very, very good director. <clears throat> the visuals of this film I can't praise enough and it's great sort of – film the way it's structured and the way it works. It's just that twist at the end ruins it for me, man. Mm. Yeah. The twist, it's like a really, really bad, lazy M. Night Shyamalan's. Shyamalan? Shyamalan? Sh- yeah. Let's not get caught up on name yeah. pronouncing. I better stop slagging people you, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, I'm running out of places to stay at. You've butchered yeah. enough <laughs> names tonight, Shane. Yeah. Next you'll be criticising my film. And it's like, oh, my God. Oh, no, we did you in episode seven. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> Movies with not enough zombies it was. I'm still on episode four. <laughs> Trust me, I've read the IMDb boards. I get it. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Um, I think that's the beauty and that's why I love about this podcast is is that art is subjective and film is one of the best forms of art in my opinion. And it's so subjective. Something you can hate, I can love and vice versa and, and same with actors yeah. and performances. But yeah, I, this one, um, I would definitely recommend watching this film. Just For horror lovers especially, like this one's oh, yeah. really brutal. And it's get into his back catalogue. Like, you know, I still didn't like Horns, but it's still worth a watch. Yeah. Um, but stuff like Hills Have Eyes, I think, is a masterpiece. Yeah. And that's one of the few remakes that outdoes the original. And yeah. I fucking love Wiz Crazy. The more I think I about it, I do love Mirrors. It was Mirrors Two that I didn't really get into. That's where I got. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mirrors Two. But is, um, what about you? How would you end it, Mark? 
I don't know how it ended. Shane's kind of just blown my mind with that. With his horror, yeah. like his actual Terrific desire ending. of what Again, he would do. That's why Shane's the writer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was Shane's just talking about what I'd like to yeah, do. Right, Shane's actual ending. psycho. Yeah. <laughs> the end of the movie, I just freeze frame after she cuts his head off and she holds it up in the end. Cue <laughs> 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 somewhere over the rainbow, what are you calling and then, it? And then puts it on herself <laughs> for lady. <laughs> I still don't get that scene. I, I don't get it either. Like yeah, it was it just like- no purpose at all. Yeah, it looks great. It's and great. it's conceptually and first fucked watched, up. I was like, oh. And it sets the tone for like, this yeah. guy's a fucked up killer. Yeah. Except he's not. But he's not. He, he doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's a figment. Yeah. Uh, but I do like the way they, like, she's a character I could believe doing all that stuff as well. Like, yeah. at least that part of the plot hole is not implausible. Like, she could easily do all that and then she could take the family by surprise and murder them all in their sleep. Is it the warning post that she touches herself to reggae, French reggae? That's what yeah, causes the I mean, believability. definitely a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we, we forgot to mention, because when we watched it, I pointed out to you, she at the, the movie opens with her running through the woods covered in blood. And she tells yeah, the other girl she had a dream about dream. chasing myself, yeah, yeah. which is clever. It ties, yeah, you know, yeah. That's the warning. What, post, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's, there's, there is a few. I was watching at the same time around. There was a few throwbacks to it, but ultimately, yeah, that that ending can can jump off. <laughs> that was polite. So is that a recommend? That was a recommend from you. Wasn't that is it? still a recommend. Still watch yeah, the movie. Watch um, just try not to be as disappointed, I guess, as I am. And did we get a recommend or non-recommend from you? I recommend it you highly. Recommend. It's like yeah. a, it was an awesome movie when I watched first watched it. I watched it the you other night. You don't have many problems with it at all. I don't have many problems with many movies, obviously, <laughs> uh, except for Electra, apparently. <laughs> um, Never working with Jennifer Garner. <laughs> yeah. Call me Jennifer. <laughs> I haven't yeah, slagged. Have I slagged her off? No, no I, you I haven't. Know. So you no, can't. Wait, was she in that ghost movie that you just she, referenced? Oh, God, she was. I think she's the oh. lead in it. Damn it. <laughs> I was going to say, she's stopped acting now, hasn't she? Yeah, I think she's she, like a... Yeah, she's she, just given up for mumhood. Yeah, and she does a lot of um, activist she, stuff, I think. Yeah, charity work charity and stuff work like stuff. that. Yeah. That's always good when a celebrity sort of like... Lovely person. ...makes so much money, they're like, well... So yeah. she's making up for Electra, basically. Yeah, she's like... Uh, she did there. I, I owe Electra. Wow. <laughs> she's just doing her job. She's putting Come positive on. stuff back into the world now. Yeah. Positive vibes. Um. So, I, yeah, this kind of gets a double dagger from me. I don't, I'm not a massive horror fan. No. Um, I can watch horror, but I'm not like a horror junkie. And I don't really like reading movies, mainly because yeah. I'm a shitty reader. So I don't read fast enough. So I always miss a little bit of the. Dialogue. Yeah, a lot of people do complain about subtitles. Um, it but, is sometimes distracting to, yeah. it's hard to take the film in. Often I'll watch something. Uh, and then I'll watch it a second watch it time. Again. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I put subtitles on everything. It's really weird. Nobody yeah. likes it. I'm the only one. <laughs> yeah, I just, I I never English subtitles. English subtitles on English yeah, My wife mm-hmm. does that. I, yeah. I can't handle it. Because yeah. I'm drawn to read them. You're always drawn to the subtitles. Yeah, like, that's, I'm not watching. I'm reading. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's like when I to watch. watch a movie on a USB. I'm like, television, the television sources the subtitles for it now. I, Damn I, you I can't TV. figure out how to turn off. I'm like, Damn you, TV. Why are TVs not just TVs anymore? Why do they have to be why Don't is my TV finding subtitles for me? <laughs> Did I tell it that I speak yeah, another language? Jesus Christ, TV. So, yeah, I'd probably don't give this a recommend. I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, yeah, like, Go and watch Inside, though. Okay. Um, <laughs> After all this, yeah, that's yeah. got a good ending. And this has got a really good twist on the end, yeah. actually. Well, everyone yeah. loves a good twist on the end. Do not let your wife watch it, though. It's, Could that be this, the next time we meet? The best m- twist. The best twist. Oh, that'll be season two. I, I thought it was going to be movies to not let your wife watch. Yeah. All of our films. Yeah, like. most most of these horrors I probably wouldn't let Nat watch. Mm. She's a big girl. She'll do it. Yeah. 
Yeah, fair enough. Until she leaves you. <laughs> no, she's already... Films. That doesn't sound fair. Once she hears about... What did I do? Once she hears about your obsession with half-sisters. Once she hears this lucky, podcast... Lucky I don't have any half-sisters. I was going to say, she's got a big enough back catalogue to get through anyway. Didn't we yeah. give her like 30 movies oh. to, to do when we did that she episode? She hasn't even scratched the surface. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. So that's those three movies knocked on the head. In the can. Hmm. Um, Thanks, Nick, for being on the show. Yes, thank, thank you, you for having much. me. Hopefully I can come back after this. Yeah, well, our yeah. deal still stands. If you can come up with the theme in three movies, you're back. Yep, season two, oh, boom. Oh, I, I just came up with one. Well, that's Iris. Does that work? Movies with good twists. Movies with good twists. Because okay. we've got to rectify got this. <laughs> yeah, like a yin and yang almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I dig yeah, that. Balance the universe. Yeah, and then yeah, that way we fun. won't piss on anybody in Hollywood. <laughs> We'll start making it up to so people. Someone's still aspiring over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got to be careful, right? Yeah. I don't need to. I'm going to ride your coattails, so I'll just stand yeah. behind you. I'm going to oh, ride I was going to ride yours. It's the blind leading oh, the blind. Damn I was going to ride Shane's. Oh, yeah. We're, in coattail. We're just in coattail circles here. Can you wear uh, a train so we can both fit? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, thanks for listening again. Um, absolutely. I'm shocked we've gotten this far. Um, mm. Next episode is um, with a good friend of ours, of mine, who you haven't met yet, but you will. He's a lovely boy named Toby. Um, and we'll be doing movies with complicated and messy timelines. Mm. So we got obviously- This takes me straight to, um, now I've forgotten his name. Messy and complicated? Yeah. <laughs> no. Who's Pulp Fiction? Director. Pulp Fiction, Tarantino. yes. So Tarantino, Tarantino yes. So Pulp Fiction is one of the movies we'll be doing. Yes. Um, and also going to do Twelve Monkeys, uh, which I haven't seen in ages. So I'm really oh, looking yeah, forward seen to watching that again. Uh, and Memento, which is oh, which I'm really good. looking forward to. Because I, I haven't seen uh, Twelve Monkeys or Memento both in a long time. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen Pulp Fiction. I've recently. seen Memento probably like six or seven times as part of my yeah. study. So, I, but I haven't watched it in years because it kind of. And I wrote twenty five thousand words on Pulp Fiction as well, so wow, I, wow. I haven't watched that movie. In probably like seven years. Were 24,000 of those words good? They were just great. Oh, no, it was good. It was a deconstruction of the film. So it ruined okay. the film for me. Oh, right. Uh, so I haven't watched it in like seven or eight years. Uh, so I'm really kind of keen to sort of, <laughs> it's like visiting an ex-girlfriend. I'm keen to sort of try it out. All you have to remember is this isn't a motorcycle, baby. This <laughs> is a chop. <laughs> I remember it vividly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's next week. Um, so if you're going to listen if you choose to listen to another episode after this nonsense <laughs> after of this episode. one yeah. oh great I, I'm um, the one that we're not in it. jail um, <laughs> well Mark would be in jail <laughs> why am I going to jail I'm kidding I'm kidding it's not um, illegal <laughs> watch the movies watch them watch, check them out yeah. so we don't spoil them for you yeah uh, or if you like being spoiled, a few people have told me they like they being- prefer to be spoiled. A few people yeah. have said to me- uh, They don't I just need like to watch the movies yeah. anymore. They yeah. go, sometimes I just listen to you and then the movies that we talk about, they'll decide whether they want to watch them or not. So And sometimes- There was our, one movie that like three or four people, like we got them onto watching and I can't remember what it was. Mine was uh, when you did your monster feature, which was like, I think it was not like Placid, but it was one of the other ones. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was one that I'd never heard of. There was Troll 2 or there was something else. Yeah, was, Lake Placid and, uh, yeah. I mean, there was there's, other, there's there's a few was, ones. Like, I've watched a few movies since watch, uh, listening to this podcast. Yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That's the beauty of movies. That's why I love, love doing it and that's yeah. why we spend our time doing it. Um, and you can reach us. At scene3podcast at gmail.com if you want to get us on the email or if you'd like to hit us up on Facebook, we're at scene3podcast there as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So only a couple more episodes go. We'll end the season. We'll take a break for Christmas. Take a small break. Hang out with Santa for a couple of weeks. Yep. And then we'll come back in the new year. 
Yeah. Fiercer and more fabulous. I was going to say ever. bigger and better, but that'll just be like more overweight. And yeah, get all the weight you gain shit. over Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's bigger and better, isn't it? That's it. Absolutely. It's diabetic. Always, yeah. always. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you.